Union Power Radio. Every other Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your hosts, Tony Rosario and Jamie Hayes. One two, one two, one two, one two, test, 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 one two, one two, one two. One two, one two, one two, two two. Testing one two three. You're listening to the What the Heck Show here on Union Power Radio. Stay tuned for the What the Heck Show here. At 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Just set it up on the... We're in Long Island today. So we're in the backyard of Carl Moriel's house. So we'll be doing it live here at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Watch out. What's up to the Teamster women out there? I see you logging on. We're setting up live here in the backyard of Carl Marial's from Nassau. At 2 p.m., we're going to be going live. We're going to be talking more today about the IBT elections and the bullshit and some local elections that's going on here in Local 804, election year here in Local 804. So stay tuned for the What The Heck Show here on Union Power Radio at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. On UnionPowerRadio.com Oh! 
That's right. Today is Puerto Rican Day Parade. In case you didn't know, there's no parade, but we have a parade here in the backyard of Carl. Go ahead, Tony. Opa! Opa! Today is a Puerto Rican weekend. That's what we call it. Uh, it's the day we normally have our parade. Unfortunately, it was canceled. As many parades have been canceled. Today is Sunday, June 13th, and I'd like to welcome all our Teamsters brothers and sisters from Local 804 and Teamsters listening across the country. We're going to be speaking today about uh, some of the things that's been happening around our local and later on diving into the IBT elections. I would like to welcome uh, our host today, which showed up for the first time in a long time, uh, Mr. Jamie Holligan. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon, and enjoy the show. It's nice to have you back, wow. Mr. Holligan. That's all he has to say. <laughs> that is it. Wow. <laughs> Whippy fucking dude. <laughs> uh, and Carl Morreale, thank you for having us again at your backyard, and you are a gracious host. Thank you so much to you and your wife for having us. My pleasure, guys. Welcome, welcome. So, we're here. And what's, what's going on? Oh, I'm not done yet. And we have the big bad wolf from Brush Avenue. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Come on, stop. Boo. You love that guy. Boo. <laughs> oh, my God. If Jamie don't know I could cut off his mic at any time. <laughs> and he wouldn't even know because he yeah, can't hear anything. Exactly. <laughs> But he, he decided to come to Long Island because, you know, the height to my house is, is crazy. No, it's not the height. Yeah, like someone says, who's Jamie on, on Facebook? So oh, my there God. There we go. Oh, boy. All right, so what, what are we talking now? Uh, we've been out, in, out of commission for a little while, the What the Heck show, because, you know, we had things to do. I had vacations and... Uh, Tony's all over the uh, media uh, talking shit in, well, I, on Facebook. So, you know, he had uh, the Amazon thing going. Uh, Tony's a busy guy. He's, uh, yeah. He's uh, everywhere. You look at this I guy's think, Facebook. I think the first everywhere. thing we, we should talk about is the... I, the, I, think the you, I think you don't need to talk about anything right now. <laughs> I think you should just shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. And just listen and just, wow. just, be, just be happy that Carl let you into his backyard. <laughs> Don't be like that. Yeah. All right. So yeah. So let's talk about cola. The cola inquiry. Coca Cola. Coca Cola. Oh, Coca Cola. The thirty-three cents Coca Cola. Thirty-three yeah. cents added on what, to what your yearly you, raise. What do you know about it, Jamie? Wait. Do you cash in cans too? Uh -huh. yeah, I got a Coca Cola can. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's five cents. <laughs> Don't let Jamie's gonna keep his eye on that fucking five I'm cents. I'm watching it. Yeah. I'm watching it. <laughs> Making sure that he takes it from the recycle place. Here we go. Uh, Tony Zasaktik again. So let me turn off his mic because uh, we, we'll do the show without Tony. Yeah. So the, apparently, what's his name? Dennis Dennis Teller sent out a memo giving us a about the cola increase today. Today. Every, today. Go ahead, speak. Everyone speak. that completed the appropriate wage progression schedule. Will receive a thirty-three cent raise on top of whatever raise you're entitled to this year, which will be in August first. So that means everyone, if if you're still in progression, meaning you're still getting your your increases because you didn't reach top pay yet, you're not entitled to this to this increase until 
You reach top pay, which it would already be included in your top pay. So, so they're going to get a dollar twenty-three in the next August uh, raise. And this goes for everybody: part-timers, full-timers, everybody. Well, everybody gets an extra thirty-three cents. I'm not right. sure what the part-timers get. Yearly. Right, they get thirty-three cents on extra, top of their regular right. raise. On top of their and, regular raise. And for anybody listening, and who who made this up? The, the IBT. The IBT is the one who said, uh, "Let's do this." I thought it was a government because thing. we've been we've been. I, I that's what I'm thinking. It was a government thing. Um, everybody's talking about, you know, that oh, it's election year. That's why the coal is up. But uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if we have anything to do with it at the, as a local. Uh, I mean, I know Scott Damone wanted that in the last negotiation, and we got shut down by the IBT. Oops, sorry. And uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe they boosted up because of the, I don't know. Listen, I, I really don't even know. if this is an IBT thing, you're going to have to do a lot more than give me 33 cents to uh, to win me over. After everything they've been doing for the past couple of years. 19 years. 19, 19 years. years to be exact. 19 years half have been in the office. So that's not, that's wow. a, little, a little over that's a penny a, a year. Nah, you got to do more than that if you want my vote. Especially for people like us who live in the big major cities. Uh, New York, Chicago, California. I mean, 33 cents. Yeah. This is, I mean... And then, I mean, it's nice, but it's yeah. You, we'll you take can, it. I'll take it. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say keep it, but I mean, you're gonna have to do a lot more than thirty three cents. I, I got. It. Let me. I, do do I get it? If I'm in the hall, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I don't believe you. Why I don't it. get it? Because we gotta talk to your boss. Your wages are different than the way our wages work, for sure. But I'm saying, it's, there's drivers that make more than me. There are. And there are. why can't I get that thirty three cents also? We'll talk to your boss. Yeah, whatever. We'll bring him up. Have a conversation with uh, the boss. And for those who are listening who don't know what COLA is, it's a cost of living adjustment. So because everything has become so much so much more expensive, the government decided to give everybody a little boost in their uh, in their in their pay. Yeah, a whole thirty three well, cents. A whole thirty three cents. An <laughs> well, hour. Well, thanks. An hour. That's it. I'm gonna go buy me my mansion now. Well, I'm not because I don't get it. You guys get it. I don't get it. That's fucked up. Well, this is how they. It says the amount of the cost of living allowance shall be determined as provided below on the basics of the consumer price index for urban wage earners and clerical workers. That's how they determine. What's the cola amount? And it has to be, I believe it has to be over like five cents in order for us to get it. If it's below five cents, we don't get it. But I- All right. I mean, I, I, I didn't know what was going on. I mean, people asked me and they were like, what about this 33 cents? Uh, I heard it from the members before I heard it from anybody else that uh, the cola was passed and all that. So, hey, Tony, you okay? Yeah, I'm good. But a lot of people were saying that they... My kid was threatening to throw a water balloon at you. You better be careful. You better not. I'm (laughs) telling you, you better not. I'm just kidding. (laughs) A lot of people were saying that they haven't received You see that pretty face? You see that pretty face you got? You ain't going to have a pretty face after that. (laughs) Especially if it goes on the water equipment. I got got Tony's son here threatening to uh, water balloon me over here. So uh, so now that is out there for the thirty three cents. Uh, so it comes with the raise of the August raise, which is ninety cents plus the thirty three cents, and that's what's going to be added on to their check all throughout to the next raise. Which is good because as as drivers at top pay, we're getting we're getting close to forty dollars an hour now. So well, we're getting thirty eight forty seven now. Right. With so that, it brings us to thirty nine seventy. Yeah. So we're getting close to $40 an hour, which yeah. almost makes the job worth it. 
You know, to to have a, a twenty two, uh, having a twenty two four to hear that, you know, they get a little pissed off because this and fucking as language. They should be. I hate this fucking language. I hated it from the beginning. I, I don't know why they passed this twenty two four shit. It benefited the company, uh, and I, I feel bad for the guys that are twenty two fours now because they, you know, like I said before, and I said it in all my shows. If I was a 22-4 guy and I was across the street delivering, doing the same thing a regular driver does, and I'm making $6 an hour and I'm working just as hard as him, it just pisses me off that yeah. why can I be at the same amount of money as him and be $6 less? And, and, and you know, I, I get these guys at 22-4s. Why, why will they be pissed? And also, now that they did this big announcement on uh, the 9th of June, UPS, you know, they did say Sundays are coming. But they don't know exactly when it's coming. They can't figure out Saturdays. They're gonna try Sunday. Well, yeah. Whatever. I mean, the, the sun. It. If if well, they do operate the Sundays, it benefits the regular drivers because if they need those guys to come in to work on a Sunday, it's double time all day. So, I don't know. I, I have a diff. I have a different perspective on the twenty-two Ford. I, I mean, I don't like it, but you have to look at it now to whereas. If they didn't have the 22 fours, there's a lot of 22 fours. We would have never, in my opinion, they would have never hired as many drivers as they have now, meaning 22 fours. Before the 22 fours, they were handpicking. You would see about two people or three people coming for training, probably one people pass probation. But now you have a flux of 22 fours. They weren't. They weren't going to hire those as. Regular drivers, I got a whole it. bunch of them. But now let me. So disagree. now they're here. But wait, now they're here. Crush them. So now when they get to that twenty five percent, we got to stay on top of that and start making sure that people are moving up or whatever the case is, hiring more office CDs. We can't let the company dictate when. They want to make an RPCD or whatever. We have right. to stay on top of that. But I'm going to disagree with you as far as that position. Uh-oh. I'm going to disagree with you because... You disagreeing with me? Uh, yes. Absolutely. Everybody, everybody disagrees with because, you. Only because this is your yard, you can do that. Because you know what? <laughs> we needed the manpower regardless. But what? Yes. But and, what are they going to hire? Man and woman power. They would have had no choice because there would have been people... If enough people would get on the 9-5 list and file their 9-5 grievances, and for, they would have had now, to hire Now, this is before people. the pandemic. Just think about before the pandemic. Okay, before the pandemic, volume. they were they were actually going. They were actually bringing them in at eleven, starting to bring them in at eleven o'clock. So, so that way they can decrease the overtime. They were they were getting prepared for that. Right. The pandemic helped us. Absolutely. If, if you wanted the overtime, absolutely. Well, the pandemic definitely changed the if, game. If the pandemic wasn't here, they would have had this under control, and. They would have had Saturday. I think they would have had Saturday under control because more people would have wanted more overtime, and then they would have been coming in on Saturday. I, I, and that's just my opinion. But that's a, that's a good like, point. Like I'm saying, I don't think they would have hired as many RPCDs as they have hired 22 fours. They you're wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been right a lot that. of them. You you're got prob- 25. You you have 28 22 fours in my center. Really? It wouldn't have been 28. That, yeah, you're probably I, it right. It would have probably been like five or six new RPCDs, and that would have been it. You're probably right. So, I, I you know, I I understand it's a, a, a lower pay rate, hey, but majority, a lot of them are from the street. They don't know about the pay rate. And those they don't that know are, about the 9.5s and all that. And, and those that are going to be in the final part of their progression, which will be soon, uh, in the next, what, two years or so, they'll also get the 33 cents. 
Right, but they, it already be included in their they top in pay. In their top pay, that is correct. Now, when, when a 22-4 reaches top progression, and then they get moved over to become an RPCD, they move do, to our, do our they, pay rate. They automatically jump automatically straight to top to pay? pay okay, that's, that's good then. What was that question? So if a 22-4 reaches their top progression, four years, they make their top, they make the 22-4 top pay. The four years? Yeah, they make their their top pay, and then they get promoted, and then they become an. They RPCD. go right into the to the rate of a regular driver. They go right into the top rate of a regular That's driver, correct. and as the as well they should. <laughs> but if everybody goes out and votes, we may be able to get rid of this twenty two four position in uh, two thousand and twenty three. So well, yeah, it wouldn't be like eliminating them if everybody's thinking no. no we're no. talking about creating their job uh, as a regular RPCD. There'd be no longer twenty two fours. They Putting them back the where they belong. Right. And in my opinion, this contract that's coming up is crucial. It's very crucial. I, you want to know why? I got to get an example. My opinion? Bing, 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 bing. You want to know why? Because this new CEO came from Home Depot, nine union. She, does, she hasn't dealt with a union yet. In negotiations. So now she, in, with negotiations. And now she's dealing oh. with a union. I don't even think she realized you have a union that you have to... You can't just do whatever you want to do and do this. Right. So she's already implementing, trying to put out there as to what she wants to do. She wants to hire more PVDs. She's going to start, try to move work, store posts, and give it to other different contractors. This is very crucial. Very she crucial. is going to try to flex Thank her you. muscle. Thank you, brother contract. Jamie. Thank you, That's brother Jamie. That's just my opinion. And if people don't get involved... We're going to lose a lot of work. It's well, going to go to other people. She's going to be formally introduced to the yeah. Teamsters Union and get a, a swift kick in the ass when she's she gonna realizes. Have to. Well, one thing she's already, uh, I believe, from what I read, already admitted is that she's looking to push the PVD thing. She likes how it worked out for them over the last season, and she's going to want to implement even more of that coming in the following season. And we all know here at Local 804 that we have a huge arbitration against it right now. A lot of the other locals around the country are waiting to see what happens here. It's gonna be. This will be like a game changer. But this as far is as that's that's go. the fucking problem here. The teamsters across the country, they should be doing the same thing Local 804 is doing mm -hmm. against these PVDs. Why wait to see what judgment are we gonna get to make a move? It's laziness. They should. They should. They, you know that's bullshit. Because we got our. They should. We got our they lawyers. should make moves just as well as we made moves to go to arbitration with the uh, the PVDs and everyone across the country, whoever's been using the uh, the the PVD, because this is the problem in the arbitration. They are saying that they are using them in other states and they have no problem with it. Right. So those locals out there are. Not Making it a problem. It is a problem. It's a problem for us. It's a problem for any other local. But these, this is what the company is saying. This is how they're standing, that they're using PVDs in other locals, and they're not doing anything about it. Why all of a sudden 804 is fighting to, uh, to you know, to, to, uh, to fight this for the PVDs? Because we sh it's not we in our contract. We, it's not in our contract. They never try to negotiate that in our contract. And... And I and I hate the fact to hear that other locals just waiting to see what the arbitration says in, in local eight hundred four, and then they're gonna make moves because that they are gonna make moves because if we do win that case, when we, we win, if when we win, because it's in arbitration right now, we just waiting for a judgment now. Right? Uh, they gonna they gonna they gonna look you know that now they're gonna look like they they the man because now they're gonna pursue 
the PVDs after we, if we win, and then they're going to look at, you know, tell the members, oh, look what we did for you, you know. Do it now, not wait until fucking, wait to uh, another local wins or lose or whatever the well, fuck. Well, you know they. what? That lazy, that lazy guy, Scott Damone, is putting together some case that, you know what? If they do look, if they do use Scott's case around the country, then it puts local 804 back on the map. But we're already on the map. We set the blueprint. Every local looks at 804 like the fucking, like whatever we do, that's how they're going to follow. Well, you know? they weren't. They, we weren't on the we map. We weren't on the map for a little while. We wasn't. We wasn't on the map three years we ago. We was on the map, and then we fell off. Well, we, yeah, we, we wasn't we also, on the map yeah, on three we, years ago. We but we also followed the footsteps of a couple other locals ourselves at, at, at a certain point. I remember we adopted something that 705 from Chicago was doing when it came to the panel system. If I, if, if correct me if I'm wrong. Um, also, uh, I believe Home Depot is union, Jamie. No, I think one of our brothers, Joe Doherty, just no, uh, mentioned that Home Depot is union. No, 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 they're not. They, are you sure they not? No, they're I think not. they are. I, the people no. outside Home Depot may no, not be union. No, no, the people home, inside. The home might Depot be. I deliver to is not is not union. Okay, okay no. so what? what I mean, they, they might have. But where does this conversation come stores, from? Uh, what it was this? We're that. talking about PVD. All of a sudden, we have no. Uh, what Jamie what brought up was, she, no, the, the CEO comes from Home Depot. Oh, okay. right, they're, and they're, they're not, not union, so she's not used to. Remember, it's different. You got to remember, it's it's. Home Depot has employees, and then they have people that come in to do certain areas of their store. They might be um, unionized because they work for a different company. They right. don't work for Home Depot. Home well, Depot I, I, itself is not union. As we speak, uh, Metro Queens and Laurelton are having a softball uh, game out somewhere in Fresh Meadows. Uh, and of course, uh, <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Of course, oh, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> I love the baseball games between the. Of course, the, the you know the politics comes into play. Uh, everybody's going over there just to have a nice softball game, and of course, uh, we have uh, people there now uh, kissing the babies and shaking hands. Uh, you know the the Montabo crew and uh, Murphy and all of them. They took the uh, the initiative to start campaigning, I guess, over there at the park. So. Good luck, guys. Yeah, good yeah, luck. Yeah, hey, you can't stop them from doing that. And, no, and absolutely not. You know, they're, they're coming out. They're they're, they're seeing the good. members, and you know, letting members see their faces. I just hope they talk about what they're gonna do, because oh. our members want to know what what are you gonna do. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious myself. I mean, are they gonna do the same thing they did three years ago? Or are they gonna? Are they got something a new plan going on? Are they not gonna go after members this time? You know, because when they took office the last time, they 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 neglected the members and went right after the members to press charges, and they spent three years spent you know putting charges on members. So uh, are they going to be, you know, Let, working for hope, the members? Let's hope that everybody is grown and matured, and instead of slinging mud, everybody just runs on what they can do. That's all I hope for in an election. But apparently, I'm. I'm living in a fever dream because that never happens. Elections. Uh, well, you have you have labor feeding them shit because labor wants the executive, this executive boy, out of their 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 yeah. head because we're giving them too much work and too much headaches for them. Yeah, they don't so they it. want it easy, like they had it three years ago. They had it easy that you know everybody was play along, get along, and uh, and labor is helping the company is helping these guys to campaign because they want. They want they want the same thing. They want you know they want to be easy and get whatever they want and and take pictures uh, you know with, with well, each other. All I'm saying is that if 
if they do win and they do get back in 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 the hall, just don't set us back to where we were, you know, before these guys got in. Because say what you want about the current executive board, Hector yourself included, you could say what you want about each individual, but as a collective, this union took massive strides forward, and we're in a much better Exclude place. Exclude Hector. We're in a much better place than we've been in since I started, even 13 years ago. Yeah, somebody just wrote, uh, Carl sounds like he's running <laughs> for the slate. <laughs> no, I'm not on I'm not on the slate. It's just asked. surprising to see certain people on that slate. And I know a lot of people turned them down and, and they didn't want to run with them because they had nothing to run on. And, and to see one particular person that I, I spoke to, and said that he's definitely not going to run with them, and now he's running with them. So, uh, I mean, what's the catch here? I, I really don't know. Do you care to share that person's name? or you? Uh, Danny Cross. I'll oh, say it. Danny Cross Yeah, is Danny Cross. You know, I, I, I believe he wasn't going to run with them, and now I see that he's campaigning with them. So, I, obviously, he is. Uh, oh, because I'm in Danny Center, and I haven't heard anything yet. And, so. uh, oh, you didn't? No. Me he... neither. I haven't heard it officially. Okay. But it just the scenes and the things that I that I'm that I'm looking at, it looks like he is. You know, maybe he'll man I mean, up. Is and he in, in in the fresh metal at the baseball game also with uh, Montalvo and really? Oh, okay. Yeah, they were said they were said to be pictures. Uh, they were there, shaking hands. Uh, Montalvo and his uh, his uh, campaign manager was there also. Uh, his wife, uh, they were all there shaking hands and uh, kissing babies. Well, I, 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 am, I think running against someone is actually beneficial to me. It, it actually keeps whoever's in office on their toes to let you know that if you slip up at any moment, someone else is waiting in line to take your throne. Yeah, that someone else you is know? the company, my man. Because that's, every that's time you switch, my, listen, like every time you switch a executive board, Every three years, it's, it's not just it's, about it's, switching. It's not though. going. It's not. You, listen, you're trying to you're trying to move forward in this comp in this uh, local, correct? Yeah, but it's not just about switching. It's about I letting them know you have to step your game up and you have to do your job because when you have someone in there for years and they get complacent. Listen, and I got to disagree with you again. Go ahead. I, this, I don't mind. It's my yard, so I can do yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead. You can disagree. I mean, this is what we're here for, to agree to disagree. If we had an executive board that was resting on their laurels and not doing anything and not being progressive and not getting things right. done, then yes. yes somebody I, I running against that. them would say, hey, it's time to do our job right. again. We have an executive board that has not led up for three years. Right, I agree with that. Years. But, right, right, I agree so, with so that. So, Jamie, what? hold up. So, so yeah. let's say you were a steward and you were doing a great job at your center and somebody just wants to run against you be, just because. It's just because. It's right. I wouldn't mind. It, I mean, it is right, would, but why? But mind. why? You want, you want to know why I wouldn't mind? Yeah, I want to know why. my center, if I'm doing such a great job, they would know who to vote for. So I wouldn't even have to worry about them. I wouldn't even pay them no mind. I would just continue doing my job as it's supposed to be done, and everybody will see that I'm doing such a good and, and, job. And the thing and is, they wouldn't vote for And me. just to give you a heads up, don't do what you did last year because you know they 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 wanted oh, yeah, you get definitely. they got you to get suspended, yeah. and they <laughs> took away votes from your center because they say that you were doing this, this, doing and that. that. And and you know this is this is what I, kind I of won't tell you what they what people what other people were but doing, that's what but, kind of yeah, yeah. that's what dirty politics is all about. Win fairly 
and win with your merits. And, and a shop steward election. You don't need uh, Jamie to put it in the middle right. and then say, oh, the, the, the election is fucked up because Jamie went actually to their houses and, and got the... Uh, right. I, and I know you didn't do that. Right. You just was... You was just campaigning for the rights of the just members. Wanted and the, people to vote. Exactly. That's, That's it. Whoever it, you vote for, you can vote for. So, you know, I, they right away went to management and guess what? You were going to get suspended for that. So that's a, that's a, that was an executive board that was in office telling management to get you, to get that member. Yes, indeed. You know what I'm saying? And and, and we don't need that shit here. I and, mean, I... And a shop steward election, correct me if I'm wrong, it doesn't cost the local any money. This general, this this local election is going to cost us what four thousand dollars? I think. You no, said? you're crazy. It's going to cost more. Like just just something? just to hire the the election supervisor is uh, in the thirty thousand dollars. Oh wow! Because she's like got to hire her staff. She's got to, you know, she's got to rent out the post office room. She's got to gotcha. rent out the hotel that they're going to do the election. So it, it, it and then the ballots. Right. And then the mail in ballots is over ten thousand dollars just to mail in those ballots. So, you know, the election is. Mostly to the membership. Well, you know what? Everybody does have a right to run. Hey, they I, do. I personally think. They absolutely with, do. I with, love it. With Danny as my steward, I think Danny is a good addition to any team. Um, that's all I'll say. I think Danny would be a great addition to any team that, that asks him to run. The right team. You said it, not me. <laughs> I keep telling him. He has, he has uh, a great talent. And um, uh, just just the people that he's uh, getting involved with don't, you know, you can't have all the talent in a slate. You got to have an equal, uh, you got to do your job. You got to you got to take your, your your job seriously when you go into that into the slate. I mean, I've been in there for now two and a half years and uh, and it's an experience that I, I would never forget. Uh, dealing with this company, this company is a piece of shit company that you deal with and and. You know, I, I can't blame the membership, but, you know, the members are the ones you put yourself in the office when you do stupid shit, you know? And, and I tell all the members all the time, man, you know, I don't put you into the office. They don't put you into the office. You put yourself into the office when you do shit that you're not supposed to be doing. Right. You know? If you, if you don't mind, can, can you explain this? Being a, you're a BA and you were the top steward. What's the difference between actually being I'm the steward? What What's the difference that you see now? Well, in the low level hearing, in a low level hearing uh, as a shop steward, you get to, you know, argue the fact about the contract mm -hmm. and what did the person do wrong. Okay. And then, you know, at, at, at that level, they don't show you everything. At the BA's level, they show you everything. Meaning the evidence. E evidence of how they got you and how they, they this is how it went down. So in the shop store meeting, you know, they their goal is just to put you on a non-working 72 hmm. because they know they're going to have to deal. They're going to have to say whatever they have to say right. when the B.A. and the labor guy gets together and then everything comes out. But, you know, it, it, it's, it's the same thing because, you know, as a shop store, as I was a shop store, I always was concerned about the welfare of the member, hmm. meaning that his job is on the line. Right. I, I, you know, I got to do everything possible to try to save his job. And yeah. you know, they try, they try to send you like the managers try to say to you, listen, I'll take a month, uh, a month suspension on a bullshit non-scanning bullshit. Right. And the shop stewards, you know, some of the shop stewards that are company shop stewards will take a month suspension and not let it go to the BA. Now, when it gets to the BA, 
is a different fight. It's a fight that they will lose, either will lose and not get that month suspension, or they will win and get the uphill of the discharge, depending on your file, what you have done, and what can they prove to the union. So with, with, with what you just said, with, a, with the shop steward taking a suspension, should they, do they have to relay that with speak to speak with you about well that first of all a shop say. steward cannot take a suspension for a member i have to he have to pull him out of the office tell him how right, right, how right, how right. it looks right now right. and then the member has to decide if he wants to go with the case or he says listen i just want to get rid of this shit i'll take the whatever suspension but, but do they but, have to speak with you the ba first to let you know that this is what we're looking at and whatever the or only time the, the shop steward talks to me is when it's a contract article that he don't understand that they trying to get the member at okay so at that moment at that moment the ba shouldn't get involved in the low level hearing All right. because the low level hearing is it's a bad hearing right. so when it gets to 72 hours the 72 hours gives the, gives us a time to investigate what they charging the the member with okay. and it gets the company a a little breathing room so and then they say all right you know fuck it let's just settle this and okay. and get it over with i mean i mean i i just been through one just now just just the last week i had a guy that was driving with a suspended license for two months he got pulled over by the police and there it was the suspended license was there so Article 35 in the international is one of the fucking worst articles in the fucking contract that needs to be changed uh, because they have the right. If you don't tell them before your license is suspended, they have the right to terminate you in that contract, in that article. So but it, that article also tells you that if you have a suspended license and you go to them right. and tell them, listen, my license is suspended. I got to get pulled off the road. Then they gave they give you up to two years to fix your license, okay. but some guys say, well, they don't know about it, and they're not gonna find out. I'll take care of it before they they know about it, but they do know about it. That MVDC in January is probably one of the worst things you can possibly mm -hmm. sign totally because agree. of the fact is that if you don't tell them your violation prior to January and you don't put it on, you put none then right there you're falsifying records because right. when they do find out that your license is suspended and you didn't put it down, that you had a violation in October or, or the year before and it caught, caught up to you now, now they use that as an evidence into the arbitration to rule that you was uh, deceiving the company. So, it, 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 you guys, there's two things that you need to be responsible for in this company. It's your driver's license and your DLT. DLT. That's your responsibility. The company... Unless you, they give you enough strength to hang, your, hang yourself. So you just need to pay attention. Every every January, your, the MVDC comes out. You need to do an abstract check on your license the week before you sign that fucking paper. To, just to make sure that you're in the clear and nothing's on your license and your license not suspended for child support or whatever the case may be. And that's how I used to always do it for the 15 years that I've been in, in the company. I always did my ash track. Right. $7 it costs. That's, that's it. $7 will save you a lot of headaches. Yeah, We were pushing that up. When, when MVDC season came around, I was pushing a lot of the new 22-4s. You know, we, every, all the senior guys in my center were pushing all the 22-4s 
to get their abstract because it doesn't make sense not to pay seven dollars. Has that always been well, around though? The MVDC? I don't remember. Well, that, that's yeah. that, that's the story I was just saying. So the guy that got pulled over and got his license, you know, the cops telling him you can't drive, you have your license suspended. The supervisor had to come get the truck, and and you know now his license suspended. Now this is what July. We're in June now. I'm We're sorry. We're in June. His license has been there since August. I mean, March of the 31st of this year, which is two months in the, in the thing. So the guy's a good driver. He he delivers. He does his thing. But you know, the license came to effect. Now, when I went to Auden, like you said, what the BA gets involved, how they get involved, and this and that and that. Now, I have worst cases that I got guys to keep their jobs with a suspended license. This is one of the minor minor ones. And I and I and I approached that to the labor. I always approach, you know, remember this guy? I did you did this for him. You can't upheld this guy's discharge because, you know, he's 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 literal than than the other one. Right. So, you know, they they always come with a plea bargain just like court, just like fucking uh but I take it I take it to my advantage sometimes. So they came up to me with a deal saying to take a two month suspension for the two months that he has out of uh, uh, that he haven't reported his driver's license. So two months of suspension. And I said, get the fuck out of here, man. I said, what, are you fucking kidding me? I, we dealt with worse than this, and you're going to tell me a two months? And then he, he, he changed the story and went to one month suspension. And I was like, all right, we, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. We're going the right direction. So so as a BA, I, you know, I don't agree to any of this because, first of all, I got to talk to the member first to tell him what's the situation and what they're offering. Right. And it's up to the member to decide if he wants that suspension, uh, whatever time it is. So as we talking with labor and I'm, I'm, I'm not giving him the OK to a month is OK. He came down to three weeks. OK, now three weeks was fair to me. So, but I told him, let me get back to the member and I'll talk to the member and see where he's, he's at, he's at. So the member admitted that he was wrong. He knew this license and that was the wrong thing. Like, cause if he would have said that at arbitration, they would have upheld his uh, discharge right away. So I went to him with the three weeks. He, 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 he understood that he could lose his job and he accepted the three weeks. Right. So what happened was now I'm got to call the center manager to talk to him about what day you want him to schedule, come back. Cause now he agreed to this. Right. So I didn't call labor yet about it. So I called the center manager and I used reverse fucking psychology on the fucking center manager. I made the center manager look like they overruled him and he was nobody in the you center. Come back in two weeks. <laughs> so guess what? So I said, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to go do a three weeks. And he goes, who, who made that decision? I said, well, I thought you made that decision because you're the center manager. You're the boss of that center. So I thought you, he said, I didn't make that fucking decision. I said, so what are you looking at? He goes, fuck them. I want one week suspension. I said, whoa. Deal. Bye bye. Bye bye. I'll take it. So, so, so the member is back to work. We're a one week suspension, and I, I play them like that. Jedi mind tricks. You know, I that's but that's how managing. If they don't, if if I could get them not to talk to each other before I speak to them, then I'm ahead of the game. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And the, the other thing I do, I fucking use them each other against each other. So that's what I did. I did with the manager. I said to the manager, listen, you're the boss. You know, you should make that decision, you know. And he said, fuck them. I... Don't let them overrule you. Yeah, exactly. So... You're the man here. <laughs> so the, the driver's back to work. He's happy like pig and shit. He couldn't believe that I got him only a, a week suspension. And, uh, what is his license back in His license. Is, I, I make sure that before I make any deal, I got to tell him, you got to make sure your, your license was good. 
valid, ready to roll. And he did everything that same day they pulled him over. He went right to motor vehicle, fixed the problem. It was a fine that he didn't pay. It was a bullshit fine. And uh, he got it done. His uh, license back uh, valid. And, and that's when I could okay. do what I have to do. Moral of the story. Oh, you your bet. Your license is your livelihood. So now Make you know sure what a BA does. MVDC <laughs> and all of that is taken care of. Who, get your, who's get, that on the mic? Uh, who do you think it is? Where, where, where you was at? I was listening. <laughs> it was a very interesting listening story. Is, this is the Carl Morreale and Jamie Holligan show. Uh, we were speaking about <laughs> yeah, arbitration so. cases, <laughs> and I think a couple of class action lawsuits is something that should be mentioned here. We had a, a general membership meeting, and we spoke about some of the class action lawsuits that Local 804 is pushing on the company. I think one of the important ones is the wage theft. There was a number of seasonal employees who were working on the clock and weren't getting paid till they go out and do their first delivery, which is unfair. So the comp uh, uh, the union decided that they are going to, uh, you know, have a class action lawsuit against wage stuff. Well, that happens a lot every year. Yeah. Yep. So so it's time finally somebody decided to pay attention to it and, uh, you know, hit, hit them where it hurts. And guess what? All the locals are looking at us, waiting to see what we get out of that with the, you know, it's like we start off the fucking beef. Somebody got to start it. Exactly. But no, no, no. Come I on. think that's a great thing. We though. have 1.4 million teams out there with different locals. With honestly, I would prefer us to start it than some of these other locals. I, honestly, I, I would. And there's a lot of I, smaller I we locals. Have, we have some locals are big, some locals are small. Yeah. But I think the fact that we're pushing it and people are looking at it, that's fine. Yeah, let them, the let them learn from it. Yeah. Let them learn from it. It's a, it's a great I thing. I prefer us to start it and get it done than a lot of these other locals. We have we have Josh as our lawyer. We have that lazy guy, Scott Damone. He's not a lawyer. He's the director, director of, of operations. operations. I'm sorry. Director you of know, operations. You know why he's the director of operations? I don't. Because he now gets more involved. He could go to the building. Before, as a lawyer, they don't let lawyers come into the building. Okay. So uh, he, we, we made it up as a director of operations, and now he gets involved in cases, and it's great for us because yeah. him getting involved in a lot of cases, uh, his knowledge of the contract is, is, is excellent for us, you know? And another and class Scott. action lawsuit. Not like that million-dollar lawyer that they had there that, you know, you call him, it was $5,000 just to call him. And another class action lawsuit that the uh, union is taking on is the United Way. It's also wage theft. Yeah. Uh, people that were not... That's that, already settled, though. Taking money. Right? No, it's not settled. They're no, still, they, they reached they, somewhat they reached, of an agreement. Right. There's still a they, lot of... They did reach an agreement, and it's up to the members because you got right. you can opt in and opt out. Right, so, right. you know... We're going to be getting you, you know who's going to opt in on these? A lot of ex-managers that... that, that, that uh, they were taking... <laughs> they're going to take the money. I oh, guarantee yeah. you. And, and, and whoever doesn't opt in, we're going to be giving it to uh, a charity... Uh, whatever money is, you know, if members don't want to opt in, then we're going to still take that money from the, yeah. the company. Yeah, and you're talking about millions of dollars. And it right is, coming, is that going to go to anybody that was contributing or just so anybody, anybody that, that filed that, that we have a lot of members of 804 that filed uh, okay. for that lawsuit. So they're going to get uh, uh, I forgot what the percentage they're, get, they're getting their money back plus 40 percent. That's correct. There you go. Yeah. And. To go back to the, uh, the lawsuit that you were talking about, the wage theft, we have a, um, a f I think it was a helper. One of the helpers uh, got $40,000, I think. Wow. Yeah. Why? Look at that. Wage for wage theft? Um, for coming to the building before 
uh, their start time and then having to sit around for two hours. Yeah, good. I think it was like a forty thousand dollars settlement. That was based uh, off of what just I just settled with the helpers that came in before their start time and oh. didn't start up until their first delivery. Oh wow! I, I what, just, what about what about the driver that was picking up the helpers and stuff? You, he don't he's already on the clock. Well, he's already on the clock. <laughs> he's already uh, on the clock. Yes. Jamie, damn. Scott was at our building on Thursday in the Nassau building, and uh, we had a nice parking lot meeting. Would have would have pretty good turnout. But, you know, I, I want to put this out there because I, I hear that you know these guys, uh, Danny Montawa and, and and Murphy, are taking credit for the travel time, and I'm going to tell you who exactly is to take the credit for this. His name is Sanchez. Sanchez from Manhattan North. He's the one who started the whole shit with the travel time. He got paid good bucks, and he didn't settle for anything. You know, the company always want to fucking, you know, shortchange you. Uh, absolutely. And he stood to his ground, and he's the one who really, 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 really started the time uh, course for the uh, for the the travel time. The travel time. So. I uh, you know I hope they don't go. I mean they're going around saying that they the one who started, but no, it was Sanchez from Manhattan North, and I'm gonna put it out there because he was the one that started that whole shit. And that's huge because we got a lot of twenty two fours now that are asked to go to different different buildings and different uh, you know a lot. Of, uh, I know in Nassau we're sending a lot of people to Brooklyn, Brooklyn and, and uh, Queens. So a lot of them, some of them come from out there. So. Instead of hopping on the highway and coming all the way out to Nassau, they go right to their local building and they help out and they still get travel time. So that's a big deal, that travel time. So no matter, you know, shout out to Sanchez for starting the ball rolling. Do they know and, they can get travel time? Yeah. Oh, no, they know. They definitely know. That's why a lot of them do it because they're not, they're not at the top pay scale. So whatever extra money that they can get, they get. I had a driver come up to me and say... Um, he got his travel time, but he only worked until four o'clock. So he wanted. He asked me if he still guaranteed his eight hours. I said, "Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely." You but get you, your travel time plus your eight hours. You want to know what's amazing is that the Forster Forsterville building. Forster oh, again, oh god! A lot of people come from every other building. They come there and work. They don't want to leave, man. <laughs> no, because when you go to another building, there's manicured loads. There's certain loads that 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 management puts to the side for for people coming to do but, the favors. Uh, no, no, it's it's not it's not because of that. What is it because? They they see that they think they can get more overtime in Forster and Forsterville than wherever they've come from, it's like Long Island. Well, I transfer a lot of guys. I mean, a whole. A low shit. Oh yeah, low we got of, a plethora of uh, yeah. Manhattan employees yeah. and and, and, and the guys that were waiting for years to get yeah. transfer, uh, uh, are being transferred at this time. I mean, my my transfer list is is, is getting exhausted real quick. Wow. Uh, right now, if anyone's interested, Suffolk County is looking for Melville. Is the the, the list is still big on Melville. Everybody wants to go to Melville. I want to see my no boy one, Frank No one Whalen. wants to go to Nassau, though. What, 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 you I don't wanna, understand. They want to go be with Frank Whalen, I want to go work with Frank and Pat McCooch and, and, sh and Shane Devine. And Brush Shane Avenue. Devine. Brush Avenue has that open transfer list now because we exhausted the... the all those buildings, like Manhattan North is open. Uh, those those buildings are, are open. But, but there's, there's, I, there's there was a guy in my center that moved to Metro North he wanted to go out to Metro Suffolk. North. I mean, Metro Queens, whatever that is. Metro Queens, okay. He wanted to go to to Suffolk. 
He should have put. He said he put in a transfer. What's his name? Because oh, I, 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 I just got new people that want to go to Suffolk, and it's about five, five, and and they yeah. need people in Suffolk. They they called me the last week to to ship out five guys transfer to uh to Suffolk. But you know, a lot of guys are not are not dumb. You know, they know that peak season is coming up in uh, Suffolk, so they're gonna grab whatever they can. Oh, and then, peak season already started in Suffolk. It, it with everybody it? going out to the Hamptons. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so the first response to me, I mean, to the labor guy, are you just using them for temporary? Because I'm not gonna transfer anyone for no. temporary. They got to, you know, it's well, they got to hold. They 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 part of the deal. They gotta, you know, they gotta work. And and it is true. And the transfers, you guys don't know about transfers. It's like making book all over again at a different center. Yeah. So you have 30 days. They have 30 days they can send you back. You, as a, as a member, you have 10 days, 10 working days to say that this is not for you. You want to go back to your center. Now, it's up to the manager at that center to tell you, well, I still need you. I'm going to keep you to 30 days. So they could keep you up to 30 days. And if they if you don't decide that you want to go back within those 10 days, then you continue doing what you have to do to keep your your, your your job there at the center and then at 30 days they could either a you know just like making book either lay you over send you back to the center because you wasn't working out for them right or they keep you and then you know you can stay there and also to to make it understand because a lot of questions come up about this that if you have a route let's say you're in Foster, if you have a route and you go transferred to another building they cannot put up your route until you're 30 until you make book at that center. Right. So, you know, a lot of guys worry, you know, what if I don't like it? Do I come back to my route? Yes, you do come out to your you come back to your route because they cannot put that uh, uh, route up for bit until you are fully at that center. now. Right. And one thing you taught me that I didn't know because you and I were talking about transfers because um, I'm a hardship transfer. I was under the impression that I had to do the same thing, no. remake books. Hardship transfers are totally different. You told me a hardship transfer, once you transfer, That's you're it. in. Once you get that transfer, they out. can't. You don't have to make the 30 days as a harsh. Uh, the reason why you there before other uh, seniority people is because of the hardship. Right. Everything went through. You went through the whole process because the process is you got to write a letter. You got to get a doctor's note. You got to say why. Oh, you, yeah. I, I came with a whole bunch of paperwork and everything else. So they cannot, you know, they'll call me on a hard, they did call me on a hardship transfer one time that, oh, the guy is not making it. I said, I don't give a fuck. He's staying there. He's staying in, in Nassau. You know, Scott Damone, me and Scott Damone agree to the hardship. It says that you, that's it. You can't trans, you can't send him back because he's not working out for you over there. Yeah. The hardship is a hardship. You agree to transfer him for the hardship. He stays there. So that's, the hardship is totally different from a transfer list. Yeah. And I'll let you know. You and better, another thing. You better come correct when it comes to Hector with the, with the transfers because even if it's a hardship, it better be legitimate because Hector's not letting anybody skip anybody now, else. Now, oh, I know. That's good, good that you said that because you have people that just want to yeah. skip the line and, and make a bullshit paperwork no, and doctor's work. you have to have work. a legit. Dude, I look, look, and I don't even want to. I'm not. I never mentioned names, but a guy came to me. He desperately wanted to go to a center in Long Island, and he did everything possible. He had a, 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 his. The, the, it was so. I told him, stop what you're doing right now, because if I submit this, if I submit it, they're gonna get you for falsifying documents and dishonesty. I was dishonesty. just gonna ask Man. you if that if that's part of like the whole dishonesty. No, bullshit. I get the stuff. I I let them send me. 
everything first. And right. I look at it, and then I go to my boss, which is Vinny Perone, and we go through it to make sure that everything is legit and no one's going to get fired from it. Right. But you got guys that are desperate to go to certain centers that have been waiting, and I said, you got to wait. As your seniority comes up, you will go. The transfer list has been moving very, very well. So it has been. Don't don't falsify any documents, please. Yeah, don't. Listen, if you've been waiting this long and you've been traveling to wherever you're reporting to, wait online because, like Hector said, the line is moving. It, it is moving. It's and, moving. And, and my center's starting to look like my old center because I got two dr- <laughs> two drivers from my old center in my new center. So. And hey, I'm happy to have Listen, him. I heard uh, from the grapevine that you, my friend, used to load our president, Vinnie Perone's truck. Is that yeah, true? Yeah, I, I took a shit right in his 8,000 8, section. I am calling him right now no, and I, finding I, out if that's true. I loaded his truck. I loaded uh, our boy Tommy Oliver's truck. Yeah. Okay, okay. I loaded all Let me ask trucks. you something. Uh, was Vinnie's Perone's truck one of those trucks that was heavily hammered with work because of his shop stewardness? Heavily hammered? I, there used to be an echo in that truck. <laughs> what? With all his nine five grievances i'm like vin you got no six thousand you got no seven thousand you got no eight thousand have a good day <laughs> well I, he was well, probably one of the first to really follow nine five oh grievances. he was oh, and, man. and and back then the preloading was a lot well i won't say a lot harder it was it was harder in different ways well you didn't have the ed you didn't system have the number right when i first started no we didn't have ed right ed came in maybe uh a year after I started. So we had to know where the streets were, high to low, right. low to high. That's how I had to do it in We used to mark right? off the, the you know. They, they the, had a stop count sheet on the back of every truck. Yeah, hanging a and counting to, sheet that you give to a yeah. two-year-old to teach them their numbers. <laughs> you got to walk in and mark it with a crayon. It was like one to 200. and you. Oh, I didn't even go that high. I had one to 100. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you have pineapples there? Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, thank you for sharing. <laughs> you want some? He's, he's like eating it all up in there. He's not even saying, yo, anybody want some? You know, I'm all across the table. Jamie, are you eating that? Yes, it was delicious. They are very good. Thanks yeah. Thanks for the uh, update. So anyway, uh, <laughs> you have so much to talk about. Thank you. Yeah, we there is. There's so much. I mean, uh, we could talk also about the holiday. Um, again, Memorial Day came and the company tried to do what they normally try to do and try to screw over the workers working from Tuesday to Saturday and it, it didn't work out too well for them because, I mean, they, they're trying, but every employee that wasn't working on the on that Monday who did get the holiday pay is still entitled to another day off. Well, that was under a memorandum of understanding that right. was not filled out this year and it was not mutually agreed upon between the company and the union. Right. And well, I know a lot of them came in. Well, in my center, a lot of them came in, and I knew that was going to happen already, and they, they gave them a day off. And on a lot of buildings, they screwed themselves because everybody came to work, and now you didn't need everybody. And I hope a lot of members didn't go home because it will show the company a they big did. lesson. Of course they did. They they did. Of course they did, right? Yeah. And it was probably, and it the, what sucks is that it probably wasn't even the members that had that our Tuesday through Saturday it was probably the higher seniority guys it, it, that now got that go now around. instead of getting a three day weekend now they got a four day weekend. And so July let, 4th let me, let is me coming read up. The, July fourth is coming up. If you me, want to read the, are you going to read, read the MOU for July fourth and moving forward? Right. Memorandum of understanding. This was coming from our our president Vincent Perone. Regarding holidays affecting Tuesday through Saturday employees, they are all entitled to a three-day weekend either three weeks before, three weeks after, 
or the week of the holiday in seniority order. If you choose to work your holiday, it is at the overtime rate. The Memorial Day holiday will be arbitrated, and this MOU stays in effect until the 2023 contract or the arbitration case is settled, whichever comes first. So that's it. So, yeah, but you know they wanted something for that. Right. Yeah, so I, they I, wanted the the extent the the time flex on Tuesday of after the holiday. Say that again. So now they time can push flex. us out. So no. So now they can bring you guys in an hour earlier than I'll take on it. that holiday. Uh, that the, just the for day the holiday, the, the day, the, the day Tuesday. after the holiday. Okay, that, that's that's what they wanted as a flex time for because they they have flex time for Mondays now. Uh, or you know, throughout the contract. Right. But hasn't so, it been? Uh, for, but for some reason, it's been like that. Normally, the Tuesday after no, the holiday. No, it, it's only one flex time, and, and that was Monday. So they wanted, with disagreement, they wanted a flex time on Tuesday, which and, still works out best for the members. Now we have something in writing, and it's implemented till twenty twenty three, and that's it. Said and right. done. So. I mean, I hope everyone understands that you're entitled to a three-day weekend. So what it is that you can do it three weeks before. So let's say if you... So for uh, July 4th, you can start now. Yes, yes. exactly. Right. Uh, you, you go to your shop store, buy seniority order, you do... And it doesn't affect any OPHs, okay? So no. OPHs has nothing to do with this, with this uh, agreement. So if you are a Tuesday to Saturday guy and you want a three-day weekend, either you do it a Saturday... Sunday, Monday, you know, Saturday, Sunday, Monday off, or you could do a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday mm -hmm. off. Always a three-day weekend. This is what it is all about, three-day weekend. Don't go and try to make deals and say, I want a Thursday off. Or, but wait, or wait, wait. You can take it whenever you choose. The, I mean, in an ideal situation, everybody would want the three-day weekend, but you can't. So if I have a doctor's appointment, or, you know, if I'm a Tuesday through Saturday guy and I have a doctor's appointment coming up, I can say instead of charging me for a sick day or a personal day, you know, I'll take my holiday on that Wednesday. You could do that, but we prefer not to right. because we don't want we want this to be continuously. You know, every every contract that this happens with a holiday that falls on a Saturday or a Sunday on your day off. Okay. So, so we want this continue. If we have members making side deals and taking the Tuesday, uh, you know, Wednesday off or Thursday gotcha. off or Friday off because they got, you know, a doctor's Some appointment or whatever the case may be, or they just want to be off. Uh, it just, it just, it's just not, it's not good. It's it kind of defeats the purpose. Exactly. Because we're, we're, you know, the Monday through Friday so guys. So we want getting... people to understand that this is what it is. The three-day weekend, everybody's entitled to a three-day weekend. Uh, it's not fair that the regular drivers, you know, they get the three-day weekend. So why not the 22-4 that are Tuesday to Saturday also get the three-day weekend? Absolutely. And uh, Scott also brought that up in our parking lot meeting and told and told all of us um, that he went back and looked at how this affects our pension and, the, and pushing it three days before and three weeks uh, three weeks before and three weeks after has actually cost the pension a lot of money. So. Yes. Um, Scott said, I, I hope I'm not, you know, telling secrets here, but Scott said to all of us that uh, they're Take actually it. fighting that for the, arb uh, that for, the, for the pension contributions. The pension contributions are important, absolutely. And going forward, that's what, that's what the goal is, too, to make sure that if you take a day off three weeks before or three, we three weeks after, they, the company still contributes. And, you know, and let right me tell you something. In, in the years that I've been uh, uh, Teamster and uh, with 804, 
uh, I never seen, and I'm in office now. I haven't seen this way of of action so fast in in the time that I, I've been, you know, with the company 15 years now. And you, you've been 20-something years, whatever, Jamie. I don't know how long you've 18. been. 18 years. And me being in the hall and I see that they already sit in cases like this in arbitration and making the arbitrator see that the company is trying to pull a fast one on the contract mm -hmm. and, and, and getting it to an arbitrator this quick is 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 great for us. It's unheard Absolutely. of because Actually. because you know we've been waiting for a lot of arbitration cases to be heard for years, and all of a sudden, I see that Scott gets into into it, and and they get the arbitrator, they do Zoom, and they solve the problem right away before it gets even worse. And and Vinny wanted this problem to be solved before July fourth, and he got yeah the solution done for the membership. Because he spoke, he said he heard the members speaking, and he put it out there, and they had arbitrator rule over this, and an agreement with the company, and this, and it moved fast. Well, we're only allowed what three, two or three fast track cases. Two, two, two. two. So well, this this was a very important one to get fast track. That, that wasn't that wasn't part of it. Oh, he didn't. No, they didn't no, use that. They didn't oh, okay. Use that. So I'm speaking another turn. Oh no. That <laughs> but it was great that they were able to push it through that fast. Yeah. Because you know, again. The executive, the executive board is really is really listening to the members and doing what they have to and do. And this is why the company can't stand us because they thought that they could just say whatever the fuck they want to do and we were going to sit back and say, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll attack it next year. Vinny went right on and started fucking calling the lawyers and calling labor and... You know, and he put his, his foot down. He's like, fuck this. You're not going to get away with it this easy. And that's what the company gets mad at us because they we don't let them slip through they, the cracks. They can't bully this executive board. That's for yeah. sure. And they're not going to bully the members because this executive board has so much morale now. Look what happened in Laurelton. After those 10 guys got their jobs back, what did the company do? They retaliate by firing one of the shop stewards. Mm -hmm. And we went down there one day. One day we went down there after that. After Inside the, shop After that huge circus that we put out there for the original 10 members that were fired in Laurelton. I mean, after all of that, the inflatables, the dancing pandas, the, the, the politicians, then they have the nerve to fire the steward. Okay? For no reason whatsoever. For no reason. The most bullshit reason ever. Trying to get them on insubordination, and it was no real insubordination. We went out there one day, blew up the fat cat, the greedy pig. We stood out there. They knew it was about to start all over again. And in that sense, they went in there. They spoke. They canceled it. They dead it. Get that guy back Get him now. back to work. <laughs> Done. Get you that spoke guy back about it. And, and that's what I say. You know, not, not because I'm in the executive board. It's just that we take actions right away. We don't wait. We don't. That fat cat was collecting dust for the past three years. When we went to get that, when we got into office the very first day, the first thing we did is went down to the basement, and that cat was there with an inch full of dust. So don't be afraid to pull out that fat cat. We're not afraid to pull out that fat cat. Just a blow-up, though. Well, you, that's, that's it. Well, well, Anthony, you just spoke about the e-board is not afraid to take on the fight and that they're listening to the members. Well, they're not so letting my, the company bully and them. And they're not letting the company. So my, my thing is... How do they hear the members? And the way that they hear the members is if the company is violating the contract, you put the grievances in. That the is grievances correct. gets to the e-board. So more grievances for those violations, they can take up they can take that to an arbitrator. 
put pen you to have paper. To put the pen to file. The they were the getting paperwork. so many grievances from us and the members, and thank thank the members for writing grievances. That's and, right. You know, but you can't be. They were getting so many grievances that you know. Vinny was putting out how many checks we were getting at the hall and taking pictures, and they got they got offended. They got offended that he was doing that, and someone leaked the fucking picture to management. Of course, I know who, but you know we're not going to talk about that. Uh, leaked the picture from the Facebook that they they supposedly not in the Facebook, and so to pay us back, what they did is stop sending the checks to. The whore, and now they're sending it directly to your house. I but got, guess is the cash twenty two with that though, because they think they did us any harm. But guess what? In the contract, it's gonna cost them more money because it, send long them as, next to your letters. If they if, if they if they sending the checks to the members, they gotta have it that check after settlement within the ten day period. If we don't get the members don't get the checks, and that's why we need the cooperation of the members. The members gotta say we didn't get that check yet. So we put in a penalty grievance on it. So they are so stupid. They now they're paying more penalty grievances because they are fucking up over there and they just to prove a point to oh we got control. We we control this shit. Yeah. All right, control it motherfucker, but we are coming back at you with penalty pay. Well, let me <laughs> And it's so funny because the ones that I filed in my building the kids got them in next day air letters. Mm -hmm. A next day air letter can cost anywhere from fifteen to twenty to even thirty dollars, depending where it's going. You think they give themselves a discount? <laughs> I don't think so, because <laughs> I know we don't get the discount. So you know they're paying top dollar now, at next day air to send this letter. It's it's well, it's, me, it's ridiculous. Let me well, you send it all to the whole at one time. At one time and, and let the DBAs do like they did exactly. in originally and just hand out the letter. No, they would rather spend twice the money. Plus, like Hector mentioned, the penalty pay on top of the that. The article part. for the penalty pay someone acts is Article 17. Okay? Well, Article since 17. Since we're talking about grievances. It's, a four, it's, it's four hours. It's straight time penalty pay for every week that, uh, that uh, the check is late. So if it's two weeks late, he gets eight hours yeah. at straight time. Well, since we're talking about grievances, I want to give a big shout-out to Danny Cross, my shop steward, Scott Damone, my business agent. I actually, after 13 years, I got my first grievance check. No. My first grievance nice. check. It actually came through the center. Was it 9-5, supervisor nine working? Five. Nice. There you go. They're paying 9-5 because we killed them with 9-5. Well, grievances. how do you deny it? You can't. That's the thing. Like, how do you deny it? But guess if somebody's what? on the 9-5 list, how do you deny it? They're thinking that they're going to pay the 9-5 and just get them out of our head. But guess what, motherfuckers? The company. In the contract, it says now, the new contract says, if you violate that person more than three times and they pay not more than uh, three times of the 9-5, it has to be a meeting between the center manager, the labor manager, the, the 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 BA involved in that, and they gotta come up with something to fix that problem. They can't right. just let it just keep paying in and say fuck it, you know, oh, fuck it. We need them, we need them, we need them. No, it's a penalty to be paid. You gotta sit down after the three of uh, violations of nine five, and you have to sit down and come to a conclusion that you're gonna give this guy the nine five, and he wants to get out on nine five and stop fucking violating the fucking contract. Well, they, I have to say, they did fix my. Uh it did fix my load for like a week. <laughs> I got another 9-5 grievance yeah, coming. You so. know, I feel that the grievance procedure works. I've seen it firsthand. I started putting in a bunch of supervisor work and grievances, 
and and it, it's starting now to pay off it took a while but it's starting now to pay off because for the first time I see one that they don't want to tuck packages touch packages when they see me walking by two over the last couple of weeks I would say in the last three weeks they must have hired about a good 20 to 25 new employees on the inside which to me I haven't seen I was sitting in an orientation class because you know we're allowed to sit on them now of nine people at a time nine yeah. people here eight people there <laughs> you know and you see that it's starting to affect and I, and I tell the supervisors you think that I'm doing this to hurt you I'm doing this to help you buddy are I don't want to see you working and, and talking are about the and talking about, about the uh, article 3 about section 7 why are you in that class what? You Absolutely. To tell them you're, about union you're, telling, yes. you're telling them about the union. You're telling them they have their 40 within a 70 day. You're telling them what, what comes with being in the union. This is why I want to talk to them right away. And and a lot of our business agents have been going to the classes Every also. Wednesday, you got uh, Pete and uh, Tommy Oliver. Yep. Uh, like like, like, going like to I other have buildings. it. They go, they hit the hall, and they got when I see them leaving, they're going right to that uh, orientation class. And when, when I went to one orientation class, once we in there and we get to speak, management leaves. Yep, that's exactly what they, happened. They leave and then we got the floor. We tell them mm -hmm. what they should be doing, what the methods, how to follow the methods and procedures, okay. and what is the union about and what, is, what we do as a union as a whole uh, to educate a lot of people that are coming in because a lot of people that are coming in never been in a union and they don't know what a union is about. So what about the part timers at that are coming in in Blush and Mount Vernon? Do you get this? Yes. Do you have yes. people prepared? It's it's so crazy time? that you say that because the orientation girl beats you know texts me and tells me I'm gonna have an orientation class this day and I make sure I'm there that day to sit down with these uh the new the newbies and let them know what is union what is the, what we do as a union and and how we're gonna work as a union. Uh, and which is great right now because a lot of people, like I said, never been in the union, never don't know what what is it about, right. what is a union, and why they're taking out the dues. Because the first thing they they speak about is uh, how much money is going to be, right? Uh, you know, for union dues, and we explain the union uh, initiation fee and what they're going to be taking as far as your rate goes. Uh, so we do educate them on that and what we do as a union, which is great because before. We never did. They never did that. Do you sign them up when you go to speak to them? Do you, you sign can't, them up? Right you can't sign them we, up. We can't, but we don't know yet. So yeah. we, we got to wait until they get into the center to work, and then we I get the shop stewards to sign them up right away because it is a union shop. It's, 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 it's our right to sign everyone that works there to the union. The inside employees, I can sign them up right there as they're inside. As soon as they get in, I could sign them up. Within 30 days, they start collecting dues. Within 40 days, if they're in the union, they start collecting their initiation fee. That's how it works. And the first question I always ask is, has anybody in here ever been in a union or worked for a union before? And that's that I wait for that, and a lot of times, no hands go up. No. So, you know, it, that's what happens when the density of unions are down under 10%. Yeah. You know, there's just not a lot of union jobs out there. And when I start to tell them what it is that benefits them for being in a union, they're all like, wow, you know? And What's, so what? you have been doing it in force. Yes, I have. Okay. Yes, I have. What is what is the initiation fee comprised of? Like, what is... Why do we collect an initiation fee? It's your initiation into the union. Okay. For part-timers, it's 150 bucks. Uh, I mean, in our local... And for full time, it's, it's two fifty. It's two fifty. So, but they don't take out the two fifty right away. They no, take out, you know, increments. Right. Increments. Yeah. Exactly. For the part timers, they usually take twenty five bucks a week 
till they get the whole thing. Okay. The, the company don't want that to happen, right. but it's in our contract to to make it happen. Right. So because the company wants them to stay in the you know to stay working because if they see a, a chunk of chain of union dues coming out of their right. paycheck that they don't work, they only work five hours, twenty five hours a week as far as timers. And they see that that union dude taken out. A lot of people get discouraged and say, "I don't want to do this, man." I'm right. looking. I'm working all these these hours here to 25 hours they're only giving me, and then I got to take a you know 28 dollars out for union dues. So the company try try to stop us from doing that, but it's in our contract to do that. And part timers are lucky if their check is 28 dollars. And I've had two they kids. Don't pay you. I've had two kids quit because they did not want to join the union and pay the dues. And I said to them, you, you can't tell them you have to join the union. You tell them, listen, if you're here, you have to pay dues. You're working in a union shop, you have to pay union dues. Yeah. Well, so, you got to tell them the benefits of the union. Well, yeah. The well, you tell them. But you these kids don't want to hear that. Right. The kids that I dealt with, they didn't want to hear it. And, and, and Most of them were like, I'm leaving soon. I don't need it. I'm going to school. And I, well, I was like, well, you should have went to get a job somewhere else because if you're going to work here, well, they have to be paying your dues. They, the company is having a hard time right now hiring because of Amazon. Amazon oh, yeah. is hiring these guys at seventeen dollars an hour. Right. You know. Yeah. And you know, and McDonald's is also giving, I think, eighteen dollars an hour with with lunch, with, with yeah. lunch and air conditioning so, and so, heat and, and more. And to hours. come to this company to work for fifteen bucks an hour. And work all those crazy hours at two o'clock in the morning to eight in the morning. You know, who's gonna make that decision? I listen. If I was a part time and coming in, and I see that Amazon's gonna pay me seventeen bucks an hour to do the same exact shit, or Bur- or McDonald's gonna pay me eighteen dollars an hour, and but I they get give a free them more meal. hours though. This company is not trying to really give. Them, they're trying to. They're trying to get rid of them at three hour, three and a half you hours. Know, and, and it becomes the union's fault. This company says it's the union's fucking fault. It's not the union's fault. It's it's. Amazon that's saying I'm gonna fucking get your workers and I'm gonna have my company expand. So why don't you, as a company, say fuck it? If he's doing it at 17, they should give the part time at 17 here at this company. Right. I agree. And, and you know what's crazy though? A lot of people don't look at it. The the kids, they look at the dollar amount, 17, 18. Oh, it sounds amazing, but they don't realize that the money, the even benefits. at 15 dollars an hour, with the benefits and the money they're putting towards pension and having a 401k and all that. Is actually they're actually getting more and out of the, out of that fifteen dollar an hour job. And, and there's they a can future here. And there's a future you can right. go. There's nothing there at Amazon. Once you work for that amount of money, that's where you're stuck for the most part. Right. They the only reason they've been implementing little raises here and there is because of what happened in Bessemer, Alabama, where people were trying to unionize. They're so scared of unions right now because of what's happening. They're already out there trying to say, "Oh, we'll give you an extra dollar or two within the next few years." No, that's not enough. We yeah. want. We want representation. We want job security. We want a proper pension. I'm you know for. What I'm, I'm for 110 percent for part timers to make more money. Absolutely. Absolutely. They Absolutely. are the hard workers. Listen, yes, I've been in hard. buildings at two o'clock in the morning, and they just walking in, and, and right away they are working their asses off to load yes, four indeed. trucks. Did you ever five do trucks? I never. I wish I did. You know, it sucks. Sometimes it sucks. It's serious sucks. balls. You sometimes I, I wish me? for years. Yeah, I was a pre from I've 1994. Never, I, no, I, was, I was always a driver, but I okay. used to come in and help load the truck. I couldn't even do one truck. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I, I was as a BA, as a BA, <laughs> as a BA, I've been into buildings that they were short of staff, and I don't want management working. And I pull up my sleeve and I did exactly yeah, what I a preloader did. And I'm telling you. 
they work hard oh, because yeah. I yeah. bust my ass yeah. and, and and to understand what, how they feel <laughs> and they deserve. I listen. If I if it was me, they'll get twenty one dollars an hour starting. Easy. I don't. I, and I'm I gonna tell you, you what wait, makes wait, it wait, worse. Wait. What makes it worse? I went and now that I've been moving around the local and I've been to a few of the buildings. I've seen the newer buildings and the way the preloaders have the fans on them. Mm -hmm. And then when you go to some of the older buildings and you see, the like hubs. Foster Avenue, how our oh, building Forster is set up Bill. where the fans are blowing through the belts and the kids aren't really. Listen, I was there. I busted my ass in the sweat. I was in the summertime. That heat, being in those trucks with that bullshit fan. And when I go to these newer buildings and I see how it's set up, why don't they take their time and money and put it into Other renovating exactly. some of their older buildings Listen. and giving the kids a reason to want to come to work? God, and it comes down, and it comes down to the IBT now. Because the IBT, Sean O'Brien or Steve, and I'm going to say his name right because I want him to come to our show. Steve Vierma. Steve Vierma and Herrera. And I want to put the message out there. You need someone in your slate that's been a part-timer that knows what the fuck the part-timers are going through for you can negotiate a better contract for the part-timers. Fuck out of here. You need to have a good part-time in that slate that's been through the shit, that knows what they go through and get them their money they deserve. I think they deserve to start off at $21 an hour, it could, you know, and, and work your way up. At least. At, at least. least. Because they are, they are so, they work so hard, man. Listen, I, we, have, we have the 22 fours and, and for the entire pandemic, they weren't using the 22 fours for anything but driving. And the crazy shit is, remember Luby. Dave Luby, which is in our executive board now, he was running with the Zuckerman Slate. He was a part-timer. Part he was a part-timer, and if he got into office at the IBT, I guarantee, I guarantee Luby would have went all out for those part-timers because oh, yeah. that's what he does. Oh, yeah. yeah. He would have. Well, we had, like I was saying, we had 22 Fords that were driving most of the pandemic, and as we were getting closer towards the end, we're still not at the end, but as we're getting closer to the end, now they're taking these 22 fours and they're making them load trucks. And I got them looking at me like, I, 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 I need to get back on the truck. I can't do this anymore. It's too much. <laughs> and it just goes to show that the part-timers work very, very hard. I think that should be a full-time job. And That's everybody bitches opinion. about their, their load be. and getting off routes and shit. Hey, deal with it because these part-timers and these inside workers are loading 1,500 pieces in four hours, five hours sometimes. Some way it, you got to find a way to listen, make it fucking ridiculous. Any way yeah. you look at it, it has to remain a livable wage. When I was doing part-time work in 1994, I was making $9.50. 50 cents an hour that was still four dollars and 50 cents above minimum wage where it was just age, five bro. bucks yeah i know i'm i'm old but i'm still sexy so <laughs> superman so, no, sexy that's right you know it baby no you're not uh, stop hating let me take a no, picture of jamie's legs <laughs> and <laughs> listen so at at that time i'm making four dollars and 50 cents above minimum wage these kids are just fighting just fighting to scratch minimum wage right now. Yeah. And now they're telling them they're stuck on it through the 2023 contract. You're telling me that now they're only going to get 33 cents because of this COLA that was just implemented instead of the raise that they should be getting. They're stuck yeah. there now on 15. It's going to be 1533 until 20. No. Not, 23. Not 21, every 23. area gets the $15. You know that, right? And that's another Manhattan, thing. Like, we Long still Island got, doesn't no, get Manhattan it. No, Manhattan will get it. It's, like, it's going to be Westchester and parts of Long Island. Right. <laughs> 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 that was me when I found out uh, Superman was going to. Guess what? 
They got Superman and Fortnite, baby. I'm going to get the soups. The oh. Superman is on Fortnite. <laughs> I told you I was going to play it. Hey, listen, I, I'm not embarrassed. I'm a big fan of Superman. I was really excited when he came on to Fortnite. I got to wait like 60 days for him, but I'm going to wait for him. Um, but still. Like we said, they're fighting for minimum wage, and in certain places, like you mentioned, they still don't have it, and it's not fair. Like Hector said originally, and we spoke about it in the past, you have to have a livable wage even for part-time workers. $15 an hour is just not a livable wage, not in the time we're living in today. B. Flores, we spoke about the cola in the beginning of the show. You got to wake up, B. Flores. <laughs> what's, what's B. Flores asking? He wants to explain cola. Cola. Yeah. Well, you can listen to the show. Uh, it'll be recorded. It's being recorded now on the show reel. So after the show, you can go right into the show reel and listen read, to it. Read the, Article 33. Re real quick, everybody gets it, Flores. <laughs> Anybody actually at the top of their progression, okay? So as long as you're at top pay at whatever you did, whatever, whatever classification right. you're in, you will get that 33 cents in August. Add yes, it on to your Add it on, to the on to, which is $1.23. Right. Right. $1.23 right. that will be added on to your next raise in uh, August of uh, this year. I want to uh, give a big shout-out to Jim Reynolds and Tim Sylvester, who are officially, officially free of the bullshit. Charges have been dropped. They have nothing to worry about. And a big shout-out to Tim Sylvester for retiring. He you know, retired. they keep mentioning my name, those, uh Montabo and, and Murphy, uh, about, about uh, how I agree yeah. with the charges. I, I'm not going back. I totally agree that, uh, that Tim Sylvester should have been disciplined somehow because he he the bylaws that's right. my opinion well he my, was disciplined he was out of union business yeah but five no years. they 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 dropped everything now so he didn't get any discipline he got a he you got, don't think five years of not being able to is enough it's like almost he like didn't a get anything from the union he's, he's in no, good standings they, they took everything away and just threw it you know right but, but he while did he was time. fighting it he when wasn't he able it, to took, participate it's in any like union time event. served yeah but yeah. it wasn't time served because he retire in good standings okay so but what we're saying is if he did get a discipline on it he wouldn't be retiring in good standings okay but he did not get the discipline so he got he got to retire in good standings listen i i'm not a tim tim sylvester fan uh Neither he, I. I, if you ask me he's a good guy he, he means well for the union i that i knew that about but the reason i don't like him is because the incident that happened with me so me, it's, same it's, thing it's with my me. it's my opinion a personal towards story what it is him. it's not it's not because i don't like him because what he did to me it's because the bylaws strictly says that you must tell the membership that you're taking a big amount of money and that's all he had to do right. the membership would have said yes to it as soon as he would have put it out there yeah. you know so i guess he was going by what happened in previous board that they did it and they got away with it but this this executive board the the old executive board the strong uh right into office their goal was to try to eliminate everyone that would try to run against them the three in this this, this and that's this why time. i think that was wrong so even if he didn't explain it i was it right. was wrong with the kangaroo court they didn't do it right it well, was even wrong. if he didn't explain it, it I think wrong. They, they, the new executive board should have explained it to us and just let that go. I, I, it was wrong that they got a million-dollar lawyer. Right. It was wrong that they did the whole process. They didn't care about they, they Their first step to go into office should have been this. The membership, Local 804, bringing it back to track. That's what should have been their goal. But their goal was to make sure 
that members get charged and don't run and leave the charges. I have film when the judge said to uh, to the to the guys, the Vinnie Perone and everybody else, that they could run because they is they they shouldn't be charged with this this uh this bullshit that they were getting charged so with. So on the record, Hector, since we've been hearing so much bullshit about you agreeing with everything, your stance is that Tim Sylvester should have been disciplined for violating the bylaws. Disciplined how? Suspension. Um, the time that he was away from the union. He didn't get suspended. You don't understand what a, a good standing is? Yeah. So even though he was off for a while because he wasn't doing any union activity, all right, until the case was heard. Correct. Okay. Once the case was heard, they dropped every charge. That's correct. Every charge of whatsoever. So he did not get disciplined. Right. Because the only thing they did is drop their charges and then he became good standings with the union. So those two years that he wasn't a active union, union member, member because of this case, it just backtracked. So he's in good standing. He retired with good standing in his uh, retirement now. And you don't agree with that? I don't agree with the fact that he I think he should have got a discipline for violate the bylaws. Yes. Anybody, anybody that violates the bylaws should be disciplined because those bylaws are there for a purpose to make sure that no one takes advantage of the membership. So well, I'm not I, I don't know anything really about all of that. If you're saying that he should have explained it to the members and, and he didn't, whatever the case is, there's always an opportunity for the next e-board to explain it. to He the had the opportunity. He had the opportunity. Well, he the had first, it or the next. The, the first next membership meeting. I don't think when he lost his election to Strong, the first general membership meeting, he should have went up to the mic for new business and presented it. Right, that's what everybody says. Yeah, sometimes you before. forget it happens. If, yeah, if, but, if it did, whatever it was. But it, it's, it's a still, big, it's a big deal because have. I don't think it should. It's happen. a, it's a big deal to me because right. I'm strictly the contract and I'm strictly by bylaws. But if you wouldn't have had, just, just you, asking you as a you, member, you would love you, you, you accept the fact that someone violated the bylaws that that even though they, I, everyone was saying that they stole money, they did not steal money. They was their money in the bank from vacation time. All he had to do, and it was a big amount of money. It was over $200,000. All he had to do was announce it to the membership for approval, just like we get approval for okay. every... Listen, the hall is not, is not the executive board. The, the executive board don't make moves without the membership. No, that's my hall. You just worked there. Exactly. So the membership has the right to understand what's going on in that hall, and right. they have the right to vote on something that is possible... Is, 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 is a is the violation of the well, uh, but of let the me bylaws. Ask you, was that did he have to bring that up for a vote to ask for yes. his money? No, okay. he had to not just to let ask, us know to let us know that he's going to be taking two hundred thousand dollars right. and paying off the, the 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 people that didn't take vacation. And let me tell you something, it's it's all real because sometimes we can't. I'm in the executive. Sometimes we cannot take vacation when we can. No, because so you got sometimes we got to hold it back because sometimes we got hearings throwing our vacation. Right. So. What I rather do? So I rather just go on vacation and say fuck the member. No, everybody in that hall has a responsibility for the membership. Right. Okay, that's what we got voted in for. So when I have a vacation week and I see that I have hearings that week, 
I fucking I changed my you vacation. Gotta yeah. I got to reschedule because you know what? My vacation is not more important than the members' livelihood. I'd rather fight right there and not be on vacation. I'll enjoy vacation once I get the job back and once everything is settled. But I want to do. That's what we all do. And I can understand that they held back vacation time yeah. during their time because of situations like this. Well, during you know that during that time, we had a, there was a lot. I'm assuming there was a lot going on because, especially with the pension. Oh, there was a lot was going, going on. The pension was was going T- down. Timmy oh. actually is a big reason why our, our pension, pension is, is in the green. I, I mean, you know, it, it's it strives from our our local executive board taking it over and continuing to do some of that work, but. It started with Timmy because right. I remember I mean, one thing nobody thing could say it. about Timmy is that he didn't care about putting money back into this local because we were in dire fucking straits when he took over. Right. And I tell you, right before he got voted out, they had a good ju- they had a, our, our local looking pretty well funded at that point, And everybody was. And if it wasn't for him, that's nobody right. would have paid attention to that. Pension. That is correct. And economically, even though some people say he dropped the ball in some ways when it came to, uh, you know, being bullied by the company and, and things like that in that aspect, I felt that either way he did a good job economically for our local, and he had his eyes to do the same thing on the IBT level, and he was torn down. No because one, of these no charges. one is fucking with Tim with that point. I told you he meant well for local eight hundred four. He did. He, he did, did meant well, but when it comes to the bylaws. That I fucking, I cherish everything that's in that bylaw because you know why I cherish that shit? Because I was once a member before I got into the executive board. Right. And for God's sake, I don't want anyone in that hall taking advantage of that bylaw. Absolutely. That bylaw is there to make sure they no one gets corrupted or the membership don't get corrupted. And that's what I stand by. I stand by that bylaw. He did something wrong. He didn't announce the the taking the money of the vacation to the membership we are the bosses the members are the bosses right okay you pay your union dues to make sure you have the representative there not stealing money from you and not being corrupted and that's why the bylaws are there for well i well all those guys that 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 needed to get their vacations paid out should get a pat on the back for skipping their vacations because we all know when it's time for vacation, we all need a vacation. For skipping their vacation and saving it till the end. Do I think everyone else under Tim Sylvester should have got charged? Absolutely not. Because he was because the, he he's the principal. Shit officer. rolls downhill. He's the principal officer. He as anybody like Vinnie Perron and I and I know Vinnie Perron. He is the responsible for all our actions in that hall. Right. So he must know what are the heat. And I know Vinnie knows the bylaws in and out. And I, and I like that, that he goes by the bylaws because the bylaws is there for one reason only, to protect the members' union dues money and make sure nobody's corrupted in right. that fucking hall. And that's why it looked like he was stealing. I'm, I'm just going to give my opinion here. Everybody has their own opinion. Um, and, and I agree. The bylaws are very, very important. But we're talking about a man who was one of the first members that I ever known to take a pay cut and Flores it just reminded me of it thank you Flores he was one of the first members to take a, a pay cut for him and his executive board so they can put that money back into the union hall so the fact that they had some vacation money and they didn't answer for it and they got screwed for it because of a malicious act by an executive board who was looking for a reason to keep them from running right. against them I don't agree with that no, no the right and, thing to do for, I'm sorry to cut you off but the right thing to do would have been to say 
hey, you took this money out. You may not know, but you should probably make an announcement at the next meeting to let everybody know that that's well, what yeah, you did. But, but regardless it, of what, whether that was done or not, right. it was a malicious act from a, right. from a there, bad executive board Listen, to try to punish them. The shit was this. These guys took office, Strong took office with an empty gun. A completely empty fucking gun. Empty gun. You got me cursing, so, heck. It's all right. <laughs> Tim, Tim gave them the, the, the ammo to shoot. And they took advantage of that fucking opportunity because that's what they did. They said, fuck this shit. We got this opportunity. Let's run. Like he said, let's take it and run with it. And they ran with it and they charged a lot of members and they wasn't paying attention to coming into office to straighten out Local 804. What can you do for Local 804? Their shit was, what can we do to save our job another three years? Let's fucking charge everybody that a possibility are going to run against us in three years and we'll, we'll, we'll take on the membership and the problems later. How many votes, how many votes did they win by again wasn't it only like uh 70. by like 70 votes 70 votes by 70 votes thanks so, to liam so they knew <laughs> they knew that without doing that they had no shot in hell uh, of getting back they were surprised when they won bro that's how crazy it was they were all in shock and the shock that i saw in their faces was like oh shit what do we do now you know, they knew what they were doing when they got into office. They looked at the books and they saw this, this, this amount of money that went out and no, and Tim Sylvester didn't go by the bylaws and they, they took it and ran and they spend most of their time in office charging members with, without thinking about the members, the 8,000, the, well, back then was 7,100, the 7,100 members that pay union dues. They, they neglected them and went straight after the executive board for fraud, so for some bullshit charges, and the only charge they had was against the principal office, officer, which was Tim Sylvester and the bylaws. That's all they had. They didn't steal any money because the first thing they did was they stole money from the law. They didn't steal any money. That right. was their money from the get-go. That's get -go. the perception of it, though, when of you course. walk in and you see, hey, he just took $200,000 out to, you know, to pay out vacations, but... I. You know, we had on our last general, I think it was the last general membership meeting or maybe the one before where they where the proposal was brought up to to improve the union hall. Now, Vinny knows he can't just go in, even though the union right. hall looks like you shit. Have to anybody ask who the membership. Down, you have to make sure, yes. hey, we're going to spend your dues money. This is what we're going to spend it on. And that's what Tim should have done before he left. And, and you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because that was brought up at our union hall meeting. And it's very important that the members know that we were granted the union hall and the executive board was granted a million dollars to renovate the hall. But they decided whether they got the grant or not from the members, which they did get the, the approval. Money. It was they went for a second. Uh, uh, what do you call it? A second uh, uh, appraisal. appraisal. Yeah. And they ended up now because of COVID and the uh, price of material oh, it went up. It went up double. So it's like two million. So they decided to hold off because they don't want to spend the members money unnecessarily, which right. is a big deal. And I'm and I'm a little sad about it only because I've been to that hall and I feel like I'm walking into a place out of the 70s with the carpet and the the ceilings and the i mean it really is is even the bathroom is disgusting it's, Listen, it's old it, man it's i'm old. there all the time and it's disgusting at this point it might be better to move even I, the chairs it might, be, it might be but a lot of people yeah. feel this is the house that ron carry it's a huge debate Get a on new whether building. they should sell the building move somewhere else location Listen, it's a lot it's a lot silver cup studio put in an offer of about 10 million dollars for our building oh wow now 
we did the research. Uh, Scott Damone and Vinnie Perone did research on buying a brand new, straight off from the ground up. It would cost us four million dollars. We can take the other six million dollars and put it towards the, the membership for That's education beautiful. and all that. But but here it comes, and and I I totally agree with a lot of people. You know, Ron Carey is. It's the man, and, and I don't want to lose yeah, that get, building because of that also. You got to let that building but, go, man. But we, no we, offense. I, I got it. You could still put but, his, his name and stuff on a new building and stuff. Name the new you building that you're building go. up, the Ron Carey building. Yeah, yeah, you gotta let it go. Listen, I mean, it will look real. Good. A new building will have so many offices that we will rent out to doctors, yeah. to daycare. In, you in know, the, in the words of Bob everything, Dylan, it'll be, it'll be, you the know, times they all, are a changing. All, yeah. all at one. You know, you go to uh, the shop to, to the. If we had a new building, and you go to this, uh, to the hall, you have the hall there. You have doctors you could go see there. Everything in one place. Probably have a bigger parking lot. It'll be, too. it'll be DOT so, doctors. it'll be so convenient for the members. But where the location? That's what the problem. Training is. centers problem. for new hires. Yeah. You can have, you can have so much have in a there. A bigger conference room where you can. And I can have a new chair, a new oh, you desk. Could, you know, you because probably have your own. Let me tell you something. Every time I open the drawer, something falls off the fucking desk. You know, so <laughs> but it is what it is. I'm I'm used to it already. But you know, and it could be big enough for us to have our own union meetings there. We, we can host the show else. there, and you'll show up. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to talk before. I mean, this is out of time. I mean, it's not out of time. Thirtieth international convention. Yet. Let's we, talk international. Go ahead. But no, I don't want to go into international yet. I just want to talk about Article Three and Article Seven. I mean, Article Three, Section Seven, which is supervisors working. You got to understand, guys, and any shop stewards that are out there, listen to me very careful. The twenty-two-four language. The twenty-two-four language merges into the three and the supervisors working how i tell you how when they hire the 22 fours they hire them to work inside and outside okay they've been using the 22 fours for only outside work Correct. driver 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 so when i do my grievances for a supervisor working i put in you have the op ops the option to it's use a 22 four to come in and not let a supervisor right. work and let me tell you something, I'm getting paid because that is in the contract that they could use the 22-4 inside and then oh, use yeah, them outside. Yeah, yeah. And they and some that buildings don't do it. Yeah. The only building that does it is Queens North. And Queens North, they have about 20, seven 22-4s that come in on preload time. They do preload and then they do driving. And we they had do the eight too. hours. We you have it? We actually didn't have them do inside-outside. They did full-time inside. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's the first one I heard. Yeah, but um, especially my son. But guys, if you're guys hated if it. you're putting in a supervisor's uh, grievance and they they didn't exhaust all needs necessary, and that's exhausting exactly. all that's needs. Part of the means. That's it. You put down on your grievance that you, you that you didn't use the twenty two fours to have a supervisor not working. Right. So those grievances usually get paid. It's a good thing that you brought that up because I wanted to ask Rosario when he's in there speaking to the new inside people coming in do you explain to them that once they pass probation as far as if they see a supervisor working because a lot of them don't know about supervisors working especially when they come to force i explain that to them it. absolutely that's one of the i think third or fourth things i explain to them right after i tell them the things they could actually be fired for because i feel like they listen more once i tell them what mm -hmm. they can get fired for and i i mentioned that i tell them the first thing you need to do is make sure you show up to work every day and make sure that you're on time every day because you don't want to be one of these members 
who's going to be filing grievances all the time, and then you have a dirty backyard, and they're going to come after you, and I can't protect you if you're putting in grievances and you're not coming to work every day. What am I supposed to do? And and I make that clear for them. If you're going to want to put in grievances, just make sure all I need you to do is come to work. Just come to work, and I will be more than happy to file any grievances that you have. Even if you don't, I'll still file them for you, but... You know, if it's a retaliation thing is one thing, but if you're actually not coming to right. work, don't expect. And, and you know, the, the, it's finicky with the with the attendance because it could be they let him go for so long and then it's just a talk with. Yeah, he's going to file a grievance and then you can't just go right to a suspension, obviously. Right. But I want these members to know that they have to come to work yeah. because you do have a lot of members that want to. You know, they want to force the hand of, of the company, but they don't want to show up to work either. And that's hard for the part-timers because, like Hector said, the crazy hours, 2 o'clock in the morning, yep. 4 o'clock in the morning, even midnight. The, Sometimes the you just wake up and you're like, I don't want to go in there. It's yeah. 90 degrees. I know I'm going to be sweating my, you know, off. And uh, and that's that. So uh, I wanted to have a quick moment of silence, actually, for are you calling somebody? Are you? No. All right. So what are you what are you worried about me? I hear phone ringing. You hear phone ringing? I do. I'm hearing things. Yeah, you are hearing. Am things. Am I the only one hearing the phone? Yeah, I, I think I think you're having I think you're having a uh, hearing uh, problem. Uh, 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 a senior that's, moment. That's what I think. I'm having a senior moment. Yes. Do, if you're doing that moment of silence, I think we should do it towards yeah. the end, so that way there's nothing after that. All right. I just don't want to forget. We have to have a moment of silence. Okay. So uh, I want to say, now that Hector's preoccupied, uh, thank you, Timmy Sylvester, for everything you did for our local. We appreciate you. Happy retirement. May you enjoy many, many, many blessed years of your retirement, Definitely. sir. Thank you for your service. Listen, who, no matter if I have a difference of opinion with a person or anything, to, to make it to the finish line yep. in this company, 40 in this, years, in dude. this union... Yeah. He went past the finish line. Yeah, he went. He, he ran he went, a little bit more went, past the finish line. He went line. right through the finish line. You know, I, I, <laughs> I salute you. Enjoy retirement. And I hope it's everything. I hope you get to enjoy this pension for 40 years for, you know, for all the money that you put into it and, and helped us build it. So enjoy your pension. So we have the 30th International yeah. Convention coming up in, a, in about another week, right? June 22nd, 23rd. <laughs> I want to also give a quick shout out to uh, uh, David Allen, who runs the Roswell Hub. We've been doing some videos with him, and he's doing a great job putting up little videos together for about 15, 20 minutes about stuff that's going in. Yes. Well, Tony's got to promote all his side hustles. That's he's, right. He's on these all these uh, other networks and, and talking uh, all these other things. Dean Dawes, Gemini, oh, Gemini and Tow Truck always listen to us. They're good guys, feeder guys. You need some feeder advice. Listen to the Gemini and Tow Truck. We actually wanna, created a media page. I want to know. Where I want to know why they always calling you and they don't call me. They actually asked me to bring you in, and I told them I don't think Hector's interested. So, <laughs> no, I don't think they want me there because they want you there. They, they don't they have, want you there. They Dave, don't have. They David don't have. David Allen. David Allen told me personally the next time we do a video, I want Hector down here, and I told him, well, it's got to be a Allen topic. Dave Allen don't have the button. That button to beat me out. Oh wait, he records it, right? It's not live. Yeah. Oh, he, so he can he, he can, can easily edit it, edit it, yeah, edit yeah, it whatever you said. If you cursed him out or something, 
You'll show up and not even know you showed up because they'll cut all your shit out. <laughs> I mean, it's a great idea. I mean, Dave, uh, his name David Dave. Allen, yeah. David's got a great idea, and members should uh, log in and listen to, I mean, his, his show is, what, a half an hour? At 15, 20 minutes sometimes. Oh, 15, 20 minutes. It's and, just a quick YouTube and video. It's, it's, it's a good thing to listen to everyone uh, educate certain things. The things that we won't talk about here, he might talk about, or Dean Dawes might talk about feeders. I, I, I mean, I suggest all feeder drivers to listen to <laughs> Dean Dawes. Oh, Dean is a wealth of freaking information, and man. Because he has he's has His knowledge of extensive knowledge on the top or the bottom. And, and we have a lot of feeder drivers, and, uh, he's and on we the top. should we, they should be listening to. I mean. They're Listen. side by side now. They're back on Facebook and they're side, side by, by side. side. And that, oh. that media page that you guys made was That's a great right. idea because. So we you know, created a media page called the Teamsters Media Hub so that anybody who's doing any media content like ourselves, Hector, the What the, what the Heck Show, uh, uh, Roswell Hub, um, Greg Kerwin with the 401k page, you got another, a Thoroughbred Teamsters podcast. You got so many different people doing Hooker things with the media. There, right? The only Hooker thing I don't like. Videos. Yeah, Hooker. The only thing I don't like that they always credit Tony for the What the Heck Show. No, they don't. <laughs> Do they really? The What the Tony Show. I, yeah, the What the Tony Show. I always mention that it started with you, and I always It didn't start with me. It started with me and Dave. You and we Dave started this whole radio. I came up with the idea. Dave had the equipment, and that's how we set it off with Local 804 Radio. And obvious, I branched out and did my own thing with the What the Heck Show with the Union Power Radio. Nothing and, against Dave or nothing like that. It's just that, you know, me and Dave was like almost like... Me and Tony right now, you yeah. know, we agree to disagree a lot of times, and that's yeah. the, that's the good part about it because you got to have opinions. I'm gonna have opinions, and we could disagree or agree to it, but it's gonna be a show that to understand. Yeah, when we finish the show, we we are the same page. We yep. we know exactly. And and Jamie Haynes, you know. Oh, he, why you had to bring me in? When he, I knew it. When when <laughs> he comes, so when he comes, when he comes, you know, it's another add-on because Jamie, you know, has the hard hard-hitting questions and yeah. the hot seat or whatever the the cold seat I call it, the cold seat. Yeah. But how long that lasts is that was a fifteen-minute fame. Uh, but uh, you know, he that has was fun for a little while though. But I like that fun. Jamie has opinions and he has questions that members ask him. And he puts it out there to educate the members. This is all about. It's all about educating the members Absolutely. and letting them know Absolutely. exactly what's going on, uh, what you you could do in certain situations. And and I I applaud all those guys, uh, Dave, uh, especially that guy uh, from Boston. What's his name? Greg. Greg Kerwood. Greg Kerwood is a fucking genius. I mean, I, I don't. Uh, maybe well, he's, he's he's working for UPS, so he's not that much of a genius, but. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but he is—he is—he is smart. He is, very he is very smart when it comes to the four one k. And guys, please go to his page, listen to him. He has good. I I changed my whole four one uh, view of, of things because of of Craig. Yep. And and and, yep. and I and I only been seeing nothing but improvement in my four one k because of Greg. So. And and Greg says he loves you too, Hector. I, I don't love him. I don't love anybody. <laughs> you're not, you're not Hector. I don't Hector, love anybody. You don't love me, Hector. I don't love what you either. What the fuck? I fucking was so pissed at you because you were supposed to be here today and call. Yeah, whatever. That's something to be discussed. I told you him. you were in trouble. I know it. I know it. I was in a Zoom meeting. He's gonna kill me. I'm doing too much. Um, but just, anyway, just listen, so everybody like, know, I I quit Joni Lane Miller 
a couple of weeks. Oh, ago. my oh, God. Here we go, you know. we go Joan. It was oh, all over again. I don't know. Make that announcement. I don't know why you're making it like hey, you you quit. She fucking dumped your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as Hector was saying, everybody that's doing something media-wise to try to help and educate and inform the membership, everything you'll find in one place at the Teamsters Media Hub. It's a great uh, uh, Facebook page. It has everybody's stuff Why on there. wasn't I May administrator? Uh, well, you will be made a moderator when I get a chance. I'll <laughs> yeah, do it myself. Kiss my ass. <laughs> what? I'm going to put you on there. What the so fuck? Can, can we speak about the convention that's We just up? started the page. Yeah. Uh, yes, what? yes. Let's speak about the, uh, the uh, conventions coming up in what? A week? Two weeks? The uh, international? I believe so. Another I'm week? not. Listen, for the guys that are saying, oh, why Hector's not on the slate? Listen, I chose. I keep telling you guys you're I, lazy i chose not to be on it because i was on it on it before and i had my experience i wanted a rank and file to experience what i he never gonna experience what i experienced because i was actually at the conference and it was a fucking hellhole over there uh i felt like uh we were it, it, it was like a different country versus a different country it was so the it was not mentality. it was it wasn't teamster like you know it was uh, everybody was against if you wore a red vest, if you wore a black vest, it was always, it, it was it was crazy. It should have been, Teamsters are brothers and sisters, and we all should get along no matter what situations we're in. We should all be together at one. Uh, at the convention, it wasn't like that. It was uh, battle against the red vest and battle against the black vest, and it was fucking crazy. Let and me ask you something, Hector. You think that by changing the guard that something like that will change? Because we spoke about it on the Roswell Hub. We had about four of us talking about how politics suck. And we even played some of that footage. I heard you had a lot of bad feedback from we, that, We too. did get some because people are feeling passionate about it. People are feeling like, who are you to try to silence us? We should be, this shouldn't be some kind of Teamster utopia. I mean, people have their voices. But at the end of the day, you went there and you experienced that. Do you think that that will ever change? Let's say we change the guard. Let's I'm say hoping it changes because what what the guy the members me rank and file at that time uh what i experienced it was real 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 heartbreaking because i was thinking i was going to a convention with a bunch of teamsters and we all going to be brotherly love and we all going to disagree to agree to disagree but we're not going to be as vicious as they were you were expecting the team i was ex i was expecting <laughs> that you know hey bygones be bygones but we still brothers and sisters but it was totally different it was a fucking disaster there it was a battle it felt like you were battling against other teamsters from the West Coast. I had people follow me. I had, you know, it was like gangs, gangsters. And, and I don't get afraid of that shit. That shit is just, it, it, it pumps me up. Like, say, fuck you, you know. Uh, and, and then I experienced the fucking counting of the of the IBT election. And that was one of those fucking crazy shit also. Because they had a group with the Hoffa group. And then they had the Zuckerman group. And then they outside talking about the election. And I'm out there. You know, I had a cigarette there. And and I was like, yo, guys, include me in that conversation. I'm a teamster, too. They looked at me like you can't sit with us. You're you're a fucking alien to us. You know, who, who do you? That's what I, I that's what I hate about politics, because and, it, it, you have passionate people on both sides. And instead of just being able to have a conversation, everybody's got to say how how right they are instead of just being willing to at least listen to the opposite side. And I'm and hoping consider it. I'm so hoping that whoever gets into office, the IBT, that change that mentality. No red vest, no blue vest, just one vest, and that's a Teamster vest. And everybody should be able to, like you were saying, you know, 
you got pushback because people didn't want to be silenced. Nobody should be silenced, but we should all be able to respect each other and share our opinions. That I don't know. Maybe well, I'm well, living the utopia the, too. Some of the you. pushback we had was basically that, like, uh, it was like. Do you guys think everybody's always going to play nice? Like, how do you expect everybody to work together and get along? And, and you know what? I It's been bothering me for a while because of that conversation. And I spoke to a member that had over 30 years on the job just to get an idea from him. Somebody who's, who's higher up and had some ideas. And I'm not going to mention his name, but he said to me, it is the nature of the beast. He said at the end of the day, no matter who takes office... Unfortunately, something like that might not change right away because people are so accustomed to ready. It's already like inbred. But it starts from the top. I know. So I know. If, if Hoffa would stop the bullshit, like he had the right. He had the right at that convention to shut everybody down. He did, right? He had quarter order. He would have banged that fucking thing and said, guys, we are Teamsters, one Teamsters. Don't do this to the other teams, your brothers and sisters. But he elected not to do that. He allowed them to do that. But so heck, he had whips. Vests, those red vests. He had whips. And, guys, and, we deal with that in our own local. That's we deal correct. With the same this shit is why I'm in saying our own local. that. How do you fight it on an international level when we're dealing with it within our own locals? Yeah, let's speak to each other with some fucking respect. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm cursing when I'm saying it, but have some respect for each other. We're all. Pretty much doing the same job, but I'm but I'm, I'm saying, do you understand that Hoffa hired the whips that were gonna support him? So those whips are not gonna calm the crowd down. No, so let the, this up. is why it happened with the way it happened. You know when the when they were doing the delegate uh, elections. Uh, let me turn you off this mic for a second, so because I, I can hear the conversation. Uh, so uh, he, oh, you can talk. I turned it off. Uh, so. He had why he didn't pick whips through from both slates that we could control the crowd because for his political agenda, exactly. So when they went yelling over there saying, you know, TDU suck, fuck yeah, yeah, fucking bunch of retard, yeah, this is what we heard. And he had the right as the principal officer of the IBT to put a stop to that. But guess what? He stood there, he sat down, he smiled his ass off because guess what. They're going to yell and they're going to leave. And it was like clockwork, man. When it was time for Fred Zuckerman to announce that he's running, you should have saw that everyone got up. Everyone that was a red vest and just fucking walked out of that room. Walked out. That's not Teamsters. Disrespect. That's not Teamsters. Teamsters should have stood there, listened to whatever Zuckerman had to say, and then vote. Then you determine where you're going to, you don't just walk out and fucking say, fuck it. We're only going to listen to Hoffa and we're not going to listen to your ass. That's not teams to like, man. And so, that, so now that, if Zuckerman and them get in, those, do you think those same people, what, what do you think those same people would do now? That's, that's going to be, that's going to be, listen, if, 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 uh, if, if we were having a convention, it'd probably be the same way right now, but it only takes the leader the leader of the pack to fucking stop the bullshit and tell everyone, listen, we're going to listen to whoever's going to talk and we're going to listen to whatever they got to say. The two-third rule. You know, the members rule on that. Right. 
when you have a guy like Hoffa that dictates everything, he's going to get what he wants. Right. We don't want that. We as members should have a voice and we should vote on what we say is not right for us and our membership. Right. We, and just for those out there that don't know what a whip is, they're a group of people in the middle of the of arena. Right, that, that there's a group of them and the sergeant at arms or whoever they have in the lead would orchestrate them doing their yelling and screaming. You'll see him like raise his arm or whatever or make a gesture and these particular whips will start hooting and hollering and cursing and doing whatever they're expected to do. They actually, a lot of times, they already tell the whips that they are going to be whips for this event. We had that at our nomination That meeting. is correct. Two and, it and was, a half, three And years I just want to yes. bring that up also. Yes. When Sean O'Brien came to... <laughs> right. When Sean Listen. Yes. When Sean O'Brien came to, our, uh, to, to the general membership meeting, you remember that? I don't think I was there at that he was. He was not boo because he was there. No. He was boo because he announced that you have the best executive board and the members said, hell no. And they booed that. Right, they right. didn't boo Sean O'Brien. Right. They booed the fact that he said that you have a good executive board here now. And that's when they booed. They booed that. They didn't boo him out. But he felt he was booed out and he ran out of there without asking any questions. I suggest, I think, that Sean O'Brien should re-come back if we get the opportunity because of the pandemic to come to a general membership meeting and let questions be asked. Members want to know. 804 wants to know what you're going to do for this IBT. He's came on, he came on the show, so he, he shouldn't have a problem coming to the local 804 and speaking to us directly. But, I mean, we had him on the show. There yeah. was plenty of opportunity for people to ask him questions, but nobody, we nobody don't, showed listen, up. Listen, all the people that listen to this show are it's very rare that you get a new member to listen to the show. But it's going to be the same people at the hall that's going to come. And they still no, ain't going to ask No, because when I went to the nominations meeting, that place was packed. On a regular general that was membership the, meeting, that was, yeah, you, that don't, was you a, don't get a regular, you don't get that type of turnout. It's been a long turnout. time since I've seen that a, a packed house Stan, like that. Standing but room that only. mentality was exactly a half of mentality. When, when, when Strong was being elected, they had you saw them. They were fucking, yell, yell, yell. Some yep. people didn't even want to yell. They just wanted to be there for the meeting. And they made them. They're like, oh, if you're not with us, you're against us. Yell, yell, yell. Make it loud. Make it and loud. And then we're no. booing when other slates it's, were being exactly. announced. Absolutely. I didn't like Come that Come on, man. That's the half of so how do you stop that within our own local? By the, by the leadership. The fuck I think up. like Hector said, right now it you starts have at the people, top. We have people arguing and calling each other It names starts at the top. Right now, doing this and doing that. Right now, if you notice, but when we have really a general... Control yes, that. he can, because when we have a general membership meeting, if you, you notice right now... to order. Right now, nobody acts like that. We've had some very good general membership meetings since this board has been in power. And they have not had anybody act like that. Even when members go well, up to ask questions. Well, for the past year, you can just, whoever's moderating the Zoom meeting can just mute themselves. Right. But in the past, yeah. Yeah. Call to order. And how but, about the shop well, steward meeting? Well, let me tell you something about that. We don't mute anybody. If you have to say what you have to no, say, you say. No, everybody's muted. And then when it's time Right, when it's time to talk. Right. Because right. of the, uh, the noise in the back. There's more order to it because it's on Zoom and not everybody can talk at the same time. But when we get back, we're going back to. I'm just saying the, the board's been in power for over two and a half years. This is before the pandemic. Right, the right. first few meetings that we had at the hall were great. Mm -hmm. We didn't have any issues like that. There was nobody hooting and hollering. Everybody got their chance to speak. I remember one of the best meetings I went to when Vinny actually brought up all the new hires. 
You know, oh, and, and, and we all right. recited the oath, and they all stood up there so, and applauded for all those members. I have the last meeting before the pandemic, I believe. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. So we're going to extend the show because we are now at the two-hour mark. We're going to uh, just extend a little bit because there's still a moment of silence we have to hold for, for a fallen brother. Stay tuned, Avenue. bitches. Uh, <laughs> we have uh, a brother who just passed away in one of our buildings. Uh, he was a good member. He... He passed away on his uh, motorbike, and I just wanted to have a quick moment of silence for him. His name was Leighton Douglas. He was a uh, good dude. I actually sat as a shop steward in, in, in for him one time over a particular incident. And uh, I just want to just give him a quick shout-out uh, to the family. If you don't mind, hit me with a little of that boys to men. Oh, God, now you tell me? Yeah. Uh, hold on, I no. got to get it. Keep <laughs> So, um, it's so and I, no, please, no, Jamie, please, no, please, 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 Jamie, no, don't, don't do that. No? Um, and again, you didn't like that for no, any, no. for any member who's out there who has lost a loved one over this pandemic, who has lost a loved one because of, uh, whatever reason just taken from you. Uh, we at Union Power Radio, we always want to show our love, we always want to, you know, give our respects and condolences to the family of those members and uh we just want to uh take and a can quick i give a shout out to the, our foster avenue chaplain joshua pa he passed away no he was doing the, the prayer prayer vigil oh yes uh he gave the prayer right irving i thought somebody said his name was chaplain joshua i thought it was joshua irving we want to give a big shout out to reverend irving he always does a prayer for us, and he came to the vigil, and he did an outstanding job showing love for this member, um, and everybody just stood there, bowed their heads as he went on, and he spoke about what happened with, uh, our, you know, what he spoke about everything that has to do with, you know, going to heaven, and, and uh, you know, it was like having an actual preacher there at the vigil, and it was very, very nice, and I just want to say... Rest in peace, Brother Leighton Douglas. You shall always be remembered. You will never be forgotten. And for anybody else who's lost a loved one, listen, we're sorry. Our condolences. And uh, may God be with you guys. And now, a quick moment of silence. Thank you all for that. We appreciate you. Uh, this is the end of the show. I want to thank Carl Morial. Can somebody host. give me the score on the Nets and Bucks game, please? Yeah, I'll find out in a few. You know, I didn't. We, we really didn't get into the IBT. I really wanted to get into it, but I guess next show. Next, next show, show is two weeks from now. That's right. Uh, the What the Heck Show here on Union. We want to thank uh, Carl Morial. My pleasure. Yep, thank you for giving us this backyard, his beautiful backyard that he's uh, getting together. He got a pool, got a, a dog pound. Yeah, man. <laughs> What's that dog? What that flag say? Welcome to the shit show. Yeah, that's welcome my, to the shit show. That's why my dogs <laughs> take a shit. And we want to uh, also thank Jamie for getting out of his fucking bed and getting here and being <laughs> so on the fucking. Thank you, for thank you for showing up, Jamie. Exactly. And we want to thank our producer and host as well, Mr. Hector Fortis, the big bad wolf from Brush Avenue. And, and you know it's Puerto Rican day, so we're gonna uh, head it off with some salsa. Get up. 
on your feet and dance some salsa. Do a little salsa. I'm Tony Rosario, your host. As always, solidarity, stay united. We're here to put the U back in union. Time to Union Power Radio. Every other Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your hosts, Tony Rosario and Jamie Hayes. I want to wish all those members, Puerto Ricans, it's Puerto Rican Day today. Make sure that you be safe, don't drink a lot. Make sure you get home safe. Remember, your license is real. You rely on your license. So don't drink too much in the Puerto Rican parade, even though there's no Puerto Rican parade, but they're going to have a YouTube, I guess. So peace out, my brothers and sisters. Have a good week, and we'll see you next time here at the What The Heck Show here on Union Power Radio. Oh, before I forget, this uh, show will be, if you missed the part of the beginning of the show, on Show Real on Mix-A-Lot, you can go down to the Show Real. The, sh- the, the show will be there if you missed the beginning part of the show. Thank you, and thank you for listening to the What The Heck Show here on Union Power Radio. Power Radio, every other Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your hosts, Tony Rosario and Jamie Hayes.